well fucking come to the Prolific Pirate Podcast. We wilding with the prolific people around the world here, brewing coffee, drinking, talking shit, and getting advice on how to become wealthy pirates in a creative world. We be getting crazy dope shots, flipping coins and swimming in our treasures, you know what I mean? Prolific Pirates Podcast, Pirate Samuel is the host of your show. Hear the stories behind the arts. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Prolific Pirates Podcast. Today we have another special guest. Um, this dude is... Man, the shots he takes are amazing. He's into doing a lot of products. I am super jealous of him. This is Pete AF on Instagram or Pete. Pete, go ahead, bro. Tell us something about yourself. Introduce yourself. All that good stuff. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, Pete here. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm uh, actually serving in the U.S. military. Okay. The Air Force specifically. Okay. Won't go too much details about that, but I'm uh, obvious, uh, or what you see on Instagram, you know, doing photography and coffee and leather wallets and coins and all that fun stuff. Uh, All right. But uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot. I'm a pretty simple guy. Uh, it doesn't seem so, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem so on Instagram. You've, yeah. you've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, um, bro, tell me about the coins. What what's the what's the story behind the coins? Uh, what is uh, Quest and Co? Because I love, I know the story already, and I love the story, and it's super nice, and the coin looked incredible. Like I remember. You sent me you sent me the design of the coin like a few months before it dropped, and you were asking me like what what I think about it and like if I yeah because I was back then I was um, doing like a lot of logos so and stuff. The coin is it's kind of like a it's a long long process. Right. Sorry, say that again. Because back then I was doing like a lot of a lot of logos, and I remember you seeing it and then sending it to me and asking like what I think about it and all that. So that's why I want. That's why I brought it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like a long process, man. I had always wanted my, a, a coin for, for myself just because I'm in the military and they're a huge part of our culture. Right. Um, and I've been getting coins for the last ten years. Wow. Okay. Um, and I just kind of wanted one. That I could that I could make that would that would maybe uh, represent more than just me, uh, and, and it would just uh, bring other people into uh, um, the idea that you know after traveling so much in the last ten years, I've met a lot of cool people, you know, and meeting people on Instagram as well, and mm-hmm. I just felt like that was the most important part mm-hmm. uh, of kind of just you know moving around some people. Yeah. So um, I kind of designed it with people. Mind. And uh, and then after a lot of you know design is and you know back and forth, uh, I finally just like hey this this is it right here, and it's kind of hesitant to actually even buy coins because it's a gamble when you spend that much money not knowing if they're gonna fail. Um, so I just took the gamble, man, and, and purchased them. And uh, fortunately, I'm already sold out, so I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for the community. Nice. Uh, adopting this this idea that you know you want to hold those people 
you want to keep those people in your life and, and you know you be great for those people so that's kind of what the whole coin's really about yeah that's awesome dude you sold out all of them um i have three that's it and my you know from for me you know i kind of yeah. kept a few just for for myself but yeah i sold out beautiful dude this community i swear bro like i've never i've never received this type of support um before like it's it's really crazy no i was about to say like i've been on instagram for you know quite a while now and it's just amazing to, to see how the community has grown yeah in the last five years i started doing uh, um, i started making hankies five years ago and started selling them online and IG was a big starting point for that, you know, oh, and just uh, from there, I don't think the community was as tight back then, but in the right. last, you know, few years, man, it's just exponentially people have come together. Yeah. I didn't know that. What, what was the, what was the story behind Hanks? Was it like, uh, same, like the same brand with the, with the Quest and Co? Uh, no, um, no, no, it was totally different. My wife and I, um, We've, you know, we've always done kind of arts and crafts type stuff, and um, I, I, I saw my buddy, he posted an EDC photo, like, what the heck's this? And that's kind of my first dive into EDC a little bit, um, and I, I saw his hank, I'm like, man, that, that looks awesome, I want one. And my wife's like, I can make that, you know, on that fabric. I'm like, okay, um, so we made one, and I'm like, well, let's make more. Yeah. Um, so we just didn't have that's dope, dude. This episode, the the ad is coming very yeah. early. So, PyroSamuel.darkroom.tech. Uh, get your prints. They're available over there. Um, you were saying you were traveling a lot for uh, for work, or was it just for, like, uh, you know, pleasure and stuff? Yep. Yeah, definitely for work. Uh, I mean, they had me all over the U.S., and then um, I've been overseas for the last two years. Uh, it sucks meeting people and then you have to move, you know, because then you lose the, that, that personal connection again, you know, and yeah, that's life I'm living right now. And that's kind of the big thing is like, I don't want to forget some of these people that I've met because they just, they made a huge impact on me. Right. Um, and that was kind of like the whole idea behind it, man. I mean, and I kind of think other people, I don't, I don't think everybody moves as much as me, but, uh, or, or, you know, yeah, you still don't want to lose those friends. Yeah. So yeah, you were just saying uh, you were traveling for work, and um, how did you get into photography? Was it because you were traveling a lot, and you had the option to shoot a lot of different landscapes, or was it something? Um, no, I. Yeah, um, no, my buddy is into photography, and I just I kind of got jealous of seeing all his cool photos, and I was like, man, <laughs> I should get a camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, you know one of the kit ones the, the sony kits and um you know that was two years ago um and i just started with that and then i was like you know i'm, I'm learning more I'll, I'll upgrade and i i found a good deal in a, a sony a72 last year about a year ago and i was like i'll just upgrade to that and um and then upgrade my lenses and i did and i just started you know you know, shooting whatever I could because yeah. um, I really did a lot of landscapes last year uh, when I was in Central Asia. Right. Didn't really do much products. Uh, and then when I got here, I started doing a lot of product stuff. Uh, just 
you know, randomly staying in the house from, you know, because COVID and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how I I started just taking photos of any object I could. Dope, dude. That's awesome. And you you got the A7 II? Is that your main camera right now? Yeah, that's that's what I upgraded to because it was like just like fifty percent off. You know, I walked mm. into a store and it was fifty percent off. So I'm like, oh, I gotta get this steel. You know, wow. um, so I got it for like seven hundred bucks or something, what? brand new. So um, yeah, so I got lucky, man, and I just upgraded to that. And I, I still think I'm learning, man. I don't I don't think I'm as good as a lot of you guys on Instagram. Oh, no, but don't uh, don't under, undersell yourself. You, you're really but, dope. And your, uh, your, your colors are like, they're very close to a lot of people's colors, including mine. And that's one of the reasons I love, I love it so much. Like the, the stuff that you create, especially the landscapes. I really, really like your landscapes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot uh, last year, man. And that's all I did was yeah, I'd go hiking every week and I would just, it was just landscapes, man. That's all I had to do, you know, yeah. uh, landscapes, um, and that was with the A6000, actually, all those landscapes. Oh, wow. Um, nice. And, and what lenses bad, do you, you have? I used the Sigma 16 millimeter. Um, okay. And the 30. But most of the time, I just stick with the 16 for everything. And then now I have uh, the 30 millimeter still, and then I have the 85 millimeter Sigma mm. art lens that just came out in August. Um, I, I decided to throw some money down on that. That's um, a beautiful lens, dude. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's hit or miss, man. Like, I could take them. No matter how hard I try. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Like, when you do your photography, I mean, I'll, I mean, like, I know a lot of people shoot in burst mode and then, like, get one good shot. I don't, I don't shoot in burst mode anymore. I just shoot single shot. Um, I mean, how do you shoot? Um, I, I go on, I'm, I'm on the burst mode, like, all the time, just because, uh, I shoot a, a lot around, like, because, especially for portraits, like, when I do portraits, I, I go to, like, 1.4 just to get that beautiful bokeh, and then sometimes, most of the times at 2.8, but then if my hands shake, I get at least one shot out of, like, three to five shots that I got that's in focus and sharp completely. But then yeah. it depends. Like if you're if you're shooting on a tripod, then yeah, you probably won't need. You do tripod most of the time. I don't. Um, I, I don't. Hand handhold. Um, I'm... Okay, maybe I should try that the next couple times. Just do burst mode. Yeah, what, just what type burst mode and then, because it's a run and gun type of thing. Like, you just want to shoot and get it over with. You don't want to set up the tripod and, you know what I mean? Like, it just takes too long. Yeah, and, I, and I'm starting to get into the, the portraits of people, and uh, it's tough to get, like, amazing shot on one click. Yeah, that's, yeah, like I said, because, like, people, the main thing I used to do was portrait. Yeah. So, I used to shoot burst mode on yeah, portrait they move all up. the time. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check. People move way too much to to get an actual focus shot. Yeah, yeah. That and also like your hand might shake because like if your hand shakes, that that yeah. photo is gone. That photo is ruined. So just to be safe, it's better to yep. to shoot in burst mode. 
And how come how come you got into portrait photography? Like you you started with landscapes and then you went into like product and now portraits. What's going on? Is there like a specific reason, um, or you just want to expand the horizon? I I, I want to you know like I've been doing portraits, so I'm like, well, it's a, it's a skill like you don't have developed, so I want to try to learn that part of photography. Um, and meeting people where I'm just like. Um, This might be good to just have on hand, just in case I want to do a series of people and stories. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, Quest and Company is really about people, so I figured, yeah. man, I might need some people shots, you know, uh, at some point, because uh, I do want to do some some other things. I, I won't go into details now, but um, yeah, it's just a skill I don't have developed yet. So right. I'm like, I should probably do this, and so now I'm just trying to learn, man. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed you don't do a lot of people either. Um, I, I, is that just because no that was my main job like, shooting shooting portraits was my main job yeah. before um, before this whole COVID thing and me going back home and all that so with this whole COVID thing that yeah. portrait stuff and like the promotional videos and stuff on the other account they all stopped so I just have to like wait for it and uh, wait for the COVID to go away but um I did a few yeah. portraits a few weeks ago, uh, some with uh, my cousins, some with uh, a barista guy that, that's a friend of mine, and some with his friends that are also baristas, but they just wanted like a portrait session. Yeah, because you have a photo, you have a photo up with, with a guy throwing coffee in the air, and it looks so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was, that was, that was one of the scariest shoots <laughs> I've ever had. It was, yeah. it was two Chemexes. And we had like some, we brewed some coffee up and like uh, poured in both Chemexes for like about like about like two cups on each. And then I was like, okay, instead of just taking taking a shot of you holding both Chemexes next to each other and have like the beautiful bokeh in the background, let's just throw the shit in the air and just see what happens. Because I've always been fascinated with like liquid stuff, like. Like, splash photography is so interesting to me, and I don't even know why. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, this dude just dropped a drop of milk into water, and the wave it makes, and, like, the whole... I don't know. It's just so interesting. So, I was like, uh, worst case scenario, we're just gonna lose, like, four cups of Chemex. Which is against all my laws, <laughs> but but I was like, alright, let's just, let's just give it a try. And this dude was scared because like chemexes are super expensive here, so I was yeah. like, "All right, just 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 try to like hold on, hold on to it," because we did that at a cafe. So it's a cafe oh, really? over yeah. there, and this guy is the main barista there. And I took, I was like, "Bro, let's just go like take some coffee shots," and um, it was actually a job, like it was a work, it was a work thing. But then I was like, bro, let's just do this one shot just for me. If you don't have to take it, and I'm not going to charge you for it. But I just want this shot. And he was like, all right, cool. When I told no, him the idea... Cool. No, was, it came out. I mean, you... you... When I, yeah. When I told him the idea, he was, he was terrified. But then he ended up taking the photo. Like, he ended up taking that one and, like, a few others. But I shot that at 250 millimeters. Yeah, that's a 250 millimeter f8 sort of shot, and I, I stood like way too far because I did not want any coffee on my camera. So yeah, yeah, but it turned out pretty dope, and yeah, 
that that came out really well for yeah. especially at that link yeah hey i wanted to ask you as well like because i i really like the shot you, you posted yesterday mm. or last night with the uh the water in the road um with the coordinates um like did you have a drone for that i did yeah i did have a drone that shot is from like that shot is from a while ago bro that shot is from like two years yeah. ago we went to um we went to a place called Bangsan in Thailand. It's very close to Bangkok. It's like 45 minutes drive uh, from Bangkok. And we just went there and I, that, was like, that was like the first week I got my drone. And dude, like, I don't know if you listen to the, to the podcast where we were talking about, the, I was talking about the drone thing, but it was terrifying. Like a drone is the, is the scariest thing in photography, like in my opinion. Really? Yeah, because like that thing, that thing goes up in the air, and all of a sudden you have zero control. And these fuckers yeah, go that, up to like one of them. What is it? Like the DJI Mavic Pro or something goes up like four hundred meters or something. That's insane. Yeah, dude, and that that's yeah. you can't control the wind up there. You can't. No. Nope. What if a bird hit it? What you just yeah. lost like seven, eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I could ever do that, man. That, yeah. I, that that's a good shot, man. I really like that. It's yeah. different than your normal stuff, but yeah. I think that's awesome, man. Like I, yeah. I totally like seeing the you know the variety of the photos and stuff. And, yeah. So, uh, so if you're after, gonna post, we did we did that shot, and then like a week later, we went to like there is this place in Bangkok called. Um, the airplane graveyard. So there is like an abandoned airplane and like there is a bunch of beggars and stuff like made it their home, but it's not inside the plane. So the plane is on the ground. It's all messed up and destroyed. Interesting. It's all messed up and destroyed and um, uh, people people live around it and then it, it became like a tourist attraction type of place. So a lot of people go there, pay them like, I don't know, yeah. three bucks, six bucks, and then they just go inside, take some photos. So we went there, I was like, this could be cool, because if I could fly the drone up to like 300, 400, and then get like a, a really nice shot of the plane, just dead in the middle of fucking city, it, it, it could look yeah. really dope. So I fly the drone, after like, I hit like a, I hit like 50, 60 meters, the wind starts going crazy. <laughs> And I'm telling you, bro, like, it was a beautiful day. It was, it was great. It was sunny, no clouds in the air. It was beautiful. And then the wind starts going crazy, and the, the drone is going everywhere. So now my heart is on my toe. I can't control anything. So this drone is going everywhere. I'm trying to bring it back. I bring it down for, for like, I could, I could tell you, like, for, like, 10 seconds, I did not even see the drone. Jeez. And then uh, there was like buildings around it, so I was afraid it's gonna hit a building. So long story short, after like five minutes of like my heart beating in my chest like super hard, and this drone going everywhere it, want, it wants to go, I bring it down, and there is like a tiny river, like a tiny river right next to where the plane was, and I just brought it down there, and it for because I couldn't see underneath the drone. So I didn't know where I was bringing it down. Yeah. I just knew from, from the navigation system on my phone where it's gonna be. So I brought it down and then it stopped mid air 
like right above um, the, the, the river because of the sensors that it had. And I went there and I grabbed it and I was like, oh my God, I'm never flying a drone again. See, man, those stories like that are, are awesome to me, man. I love hearing just these little random stories yeah. on, a, on a, you know, just a little adventure that you went on, man. To me, that was, those are the best, man. Yeah. And, like, I was with a friend of mine, like, uh, this other photographer guy, and he, he just got the EOSR, and he was shooting everything, and, like, he was having the time of his life. And I was like, well, I got to be able to, like, compete with this guy. So, drone. Pulled out the drone. This whole shabacle happened. And I was like, nah. I'm never doing this again. And then a week later, I sold the drone to the same guy. <laughs> and you know what the funny part of it is? A week after I sold it to him, he lost it. Oh. So that drone, that drone was doomed. Like it was cursed. So this dude, this dude flew the drone off of his, um, off of his rooftop at his building. Went for like ten minutes. Like he 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 flew it for like ten minutes away from him. And then it starts running out of battery, so he's like, "Oh fuck, I can't. I don't. I don't have ten minutes of battery to bring it back. So I'm just gonna land it somewhere." He lands it on somebody else's building, but he doesn't know where the building is. So that drone is gone. Man, yeah, it's gone. Yep. Dang that. To me, I could I don't know if I would do that right now. Yes. Yeah. Dude, it's you too much. Here's the thing. Un- until the time where. You know, like these, like Insta three hundred and sixty cameras, where you can like hold the whole thing, but it doesn't show that you're holding the the camera. Yep. Until drones have something like that, I'm not buying a drone. That's funny. Uh, yeah. It's probably coming around the corner. I hope so, because not yeah. ha- not having any control, bro. Like it's super scary. It's super, and it's a lot of money. If it was like a hundred bucks, yeah. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. Like it's a hundred bucks, but it's like a thousand bucks. Yeah, you could take. The risk, yeah. but man, that's yeah. There, man, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't throw away money like that, man. Yeah, but like you know what uh, I see, like the the first time I saw a drone shot, and I was like, I think I need a drone. Was some guy that um, does like um, ocean photography, but he does it like he takes a photo of a whale from above in the middle of the ocean, and I was like, well, oh. here's the thing, I'm not gonna do that, like no way. But it would be cool to have, like, some beach shots and all that, right? So we did the whole beach right. thing, and then a week later, this this thing happened. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with that. Yeah, I, I went on a – I took a plane ride a couple weeks ago, and we flew around some castles. Um, Dude, that and was I, sick. I mean, that was, it was so dope. It was so hard, man, to take a photo from an airplane that's a propeller plane. And yeah. It's picking and vibrating. And you're trying to focus on something, but you yeah. just can't. It, it's, the shake is constant. Yeah. Um, I probably took 700 photos, man, and literally landed maybe four good photos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, not right, bro. And that's from a real airplane just trying to take, you know, an aerial shot. Mm. Um, and I, I posted the castle that I took, um, but that's like literally the best shot I could find. Right. That I took that day. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like when I saw those stories, it reminded me of a story that I went through that was another terrifying experience. <laughs> so, so here. here's the thing: it's not like I have a lot of terrifying stories, but like that was that hit hard because, like, I went to. So I was going. Uh, my ex was um, uh, she worked for like what is it, the UN or something? And she was like, she was working in the UN department. I don't remember which department. 
Yeah. And then she went to like another city uh, in Thailand and then she had to like travel to another village sort of thing. And she asked me to go and I went there, blah, blah, blah. And then so the whole the whole process of this thing was I take a plane from Bangkok, like a normal plane, like a human being, a plane where human beings get on it. <laughs> right. I get this plane. Yeah. I go to like the other city. The, 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 fl- the flight is like an hour. So I'm like, cool, I take the, the plane, and then there is another plane that I have to take, right? And this plane, when I bought the ticket, I've never heard of, uh, of the company that, would, that were doing these flights. So I was like, all right, cool, right. she did it, so I'm def- I can definitely do that, right? So I, I fly to the other city, it's Chiang Mai. So I went to Chiang Mai, and then I had to take another plane to go to like another, um, another uh, spot. And the flight was like 30 minutes, right? So we go the tra- we go through the uh, the transition and uh, I take my bags and they're like yeah you have to take your bags we're now just gonna send your bags to the other plane I was like well that's a little strange but okay so I take my bags and then they're like okay just wait in this gate and uh, we're gonna we're gonna take you there so I go to the gate and there is like four people and I'm like this is weird why is there just four people in a, an entire gate. So yeah. Like, all right. Cool. So not a lot of people traveling to this to this village. All right. Great. Um, the plane is gonna be empty. I'll be able, I'll be able to like just rest or something. And, dude, like they they opened the doors, and they took us outside and they're like, yeah, turn right here. So at this point we're walking to the plane, uh, which is also weird because they usually take you with a car, right? I'm not the only one. <laughs> that, right. Right. Yeah. So. So we went to this plane, and bro, I swear to God, it's it's probably like the same size of that that plane that you got on, right? <laughs> and now I'm I'm scared, I'm really really scared. And before we get on the plane, I see this dude trying to like get the propellers going, and he's like putting like oil in the propellers and shit, and like there was like scotch tape or some. Bro, like I'm like, oh my God, I'm not gonna man, I'm gonna die. This is it. So I call my my ex and I'm like, "Are you sure this is the plane?" She's like, "Yeah, it's fine. Like sometimes they have the big plane, sometimes they have the small one." I was like, "Why didn't she get me the big plane? I needed the big plane. <laughs> this is mad." So I get on the plane. She's like, "It's fine." I get on the plane. The flight is like thirty minutes, and I get on the plane, bro. I get like, dude, the plane starts shaking. Like I I swear to God, bro. I'm telling you this, and I'm getting like goosebumps. Like, the plane starts shaking like I've never experienced anything like this before. The plane starts shaking. Everybody starts talking and stuff. And by everybody, I mean me and the four other dudes on the plane, including the pilots. <laughs> so, so, the plane starts shaking. And I'm like, this is it. I knew it. I told her not to get the fucking, get the normal plane. I can wait. She was like, hey, it's going to be tomorrow. I was like, fuck. All right, fine. So the plane starts shaking and it, it drops like a few times and I'm and you're not that high above the ground. So you're like maybe like I don't know, like a hundred meters maybe. It's not that it's not that high. And it's like a forest underneath us. Beautiful view, but I'm not seeing the view. I'm just having a panic attack. So it goes there and then um 
we arrive and then he's about to land but he lands it like really bad bro like he it has like three wheels right so it he lands yeah. the left one and the front one and then the right one is still in the air and then all of a sudden he just drops it and that bro like it was a horrible experience and I was just supposed to be there for like three days. I was like, I think I need to stay here for like a month just to get away from that memory. Because <laughs> that was crazy. That's funny. But bro, yeah, like, that yeah was... those little planes are scary. Uh, we mm-hmm. actually landed in a, a field uh, halfway through our through our flight just to, to go eat somewhere. And um, the airstrip wasn't, you know, concrete or anything. It was just a field. Mm. Um, so it, it was, he's never done that, the pilot before. So that was a little scary, but oh, he did fine, man. We, we had a little bounce, but was, other than that, man, yeah, you know, you think it was worth it <laughs> free somewhere? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause I think my trip was not worth, worth it. it. I was, I, I could have just, I could have just stayed <laughs> for a day and take the normal plane like a human being, but that was yeah. insane, bro. So when hey, I saw hey, that, I was like, so, I hope you're safe, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask you, man. So I know you, you do like a lot of uh, coffee photos and stuff. Is, is that what you want to do in the future, man? Are you are you like you want to do a coffee shop? Um, dude, like that's that's always been a dream, but I don't think I can handle a coffee shop on my own because nope. I'd be like, yeah, I can take the marketing side of it, but um, other than that, I don't think I'm gonna be able to like run the whole thing on my own but yeah if i get a team why not i'd love to have a coffee shop yeah yeah because you'd be able to like because like a lot of people because I, I i'm a coffee fiend but i'm also a coffee shop fiend so i coffee hop a lot around the city so i right. go to like different spots i mean before the whole covid thing and when i was back in uh bangkok but um you used to we used to go to like these coffee joints and bro like the coffee is just horrible at a lot of spots like they just get like yep. the basic of the basic coffee and it's like it's muddy and they don't know how to make it properly and all that. So yep. I, I I always thought like if I if I was to have a coffee shop, I'd be able to like get like the really good stuff and that would be my marketing. Like instead of telling people, Hey guys, come here and have coffee, I'd be like, Hey guys, come here and have this coffee. Because I used to have events. I used to make. I, I used to put together uh, events for uh, different restaurants, different different uh, coffee shops and stuff. And one time, um, I was doing this event for this coffee shop that I used to go to every day. And um, they were like the owners were my friends and all that. So what I did with that event was like, all right, instead of me telling people. We are gonna have, um, uh, we're gonna have like, oh, we're just gonna have coffee and like drinks and all that. I'm just gonna promote it based on coffee. So we set the whole event on a Sunday and we're like, all right, we're gonna have a coffee from uh, Ethiopia, medium roast. We're gonna have a Colombian coffee, medium roast. And we're gonna have another coffee from, for the life of me, I don't remember what's the, what's the third coffee. It was from some exotic country. It was like super exotic, bro. I was mad hyped about that one. So we're like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna have like three coffee shots. So it's like coffee tasting. Like you know how wine tasting is. This is like coffee tasting. Yeah. So you come here and have like three different coffees, and we give you like three glasses of water so you can like wash your palate and and like you know really get the flavors and all that. <clears throat> and all right, here's another story. <laughs> you asking good questions. That event that we did 
so what my job was to promote it, bring people and bring musicians, and I would get paid a fee upfront plus a percentage of whatever sales they make during the hours of my event. So we brought the musician uh, about like 30 minutes into the event. Um, the electricity goes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the electricity goes out. We're selling great. Like we're selling like a lot of coffee, bro. Like we're selling, we're selling the 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 triple thing for the for the tasting and all that. And then um, this guy um, that was playing the music over there, he his system wouldn't work without electricity. So the electricity goes out. We're just standing outside, smoking, oh, drinking coffee, drinking beer. It's like 3 p.m. It's hot as hell in Bangkok. It was in like. If, if, I, if I'm not wrong, it was in like April or something. I, I'm not sure. So the electricity goes out and all that. But <clears throat> that's that story is to say, like, if I had a coffee shop, I would promote uh, the coffee and not just, um, you know, oh, we have coffee too. It would be like a coffee shop. Like, you come here to drink coffee, not, not to, you, you can just come here, oh, we have coffee too, you know. Yeah, because I feel like that makes him more. That's special. awesome, man. Uh, yeah, actually, before, yeah, totally. Uh, before I joined the military, I, I ran a coffee shop for for oh, almost nice. two years. Um, just because, I mean, I, I knew what I knew. I know that that's what I want to do when I retire is open a coffee shop. So right. when I was a little younger, um, I was music in a in a school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, this is not what I want to do, and I, I like literally packed up and moved to the city and, and just applied at every coffee shop I could to start learning the business. Right. Um, do you? And then got hired on, and then I, I started managing uh, managing it after a couple of months, and oh, wow. uh, it was very successful. I mean, we had a great crew, um, and I brought music in as well, and artists, uh, painting. You know, we had paintings and stuff from you know a specific artist or you know whatever, just to show art. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as a, I'm a musician by trade, man, so I've kind of been to a lot of coffee shops playing music. Right. Um, and I've also been to a lot of coffee shops that had music. Um, right. Man, not but coffee shop is the music part. Mm. The only thing bad is I've noticed some some coffee shop owners don't understand business, so no. they don't understand no. bringing the right artist in. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some coffee shops literally go uh, go out of business because they just kept hosting the wrong music, and it, yep. it's just. But um, since I've kind of come from a music background, man, I want to bring those, those two together. Yeah. Um, in the future, and have that. Not every night, you know, but every now and then, I want to try to focus on a certain a certain theme, you know. So, um, is bringing yeah. people together. That that's my goal is just to bring people together. Yeah. And that's the best thing, bro. Like, every time you go out, like, every time we used to go out to, like, a bar or something for, like, whatever event it was, we met a bunch of new people that that we we became we became friends. And, you know, it, it, that's that's all it's about. Like, you, you need people. You need to socialize. But at the same time, the events need to be fun and, and all that. So... Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a coffee shop is in my future at some point if I get a team together because I'm not thinking I'm not thinking like a normal coffee owner who doesn't who doesn't understand the business thinks. 
because I feel like there could there could be a lot of stuff you could do with this whole coffee thing. Like if I have a partner who who yeah. who would be down to do this with me and take like a side of it, and I can take the other side of it, I'd definitely be down. But like also think about it. Like you can do a cold bar, right? But it's still oh, yeah. a coffee shop, so you could include the whole coffee thing into your cold bar. And get somebody to bring you like cocktails for the cold bar and and all that good stuff. So it's like a never-ending uh, process where you you keep expanding and you keep getting new things and new ideas. And every now and then you gotta hire somebody to bring new new uh, life to your to your coffee uh, coffee shop. <clears throat> yeah, I think it would be good. But like Thailand is is tough with uh, foreign-owned businesses. Like, oh, is it? It's, yeah, it's, it's rough there, bro. I yeah, don't know about I mean, Germany. Can, Are you um, thinking about yeah. having the coffee thing in Germany? Oh no, man! I, I'm only here for you know limited time, man, and, and then I'm I'm bouncing out. Like I said, I've I've actually been all overseas for two years, man. I, I'm kind of ready to go back to the states. Right. Um, it's just it's a little tough out here to to do shipping and things like that, yeah. you know. So which is which limits a lot of things I do is. Yeah. You know, I would do another coin order right now. It's just the shipping part is, is, is such a hassle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really want to make this like a base of operations because I'm only here to temporary. So, mm. um, but man, once I once I step foot back in the states, man, uh, I would say it's, I'm opening a store almost immediately. Right. You mean a coffee shop? You're, you're, you're opening a coffee shop in, um, in the U.S. So, when you go back? Yeah. So I want, I want to do a coffee shop and, and have a, uh, just like a merchandise little store with with some just some shirts and, you know, coffee cups and some stuff that I make, you know, dude, wallets and all the handmade stuff dude. that I can That would be so dope. Yeah. So it, it's a it, – I mean, it's a work in progress because it will be a bit before I can actually get to the States. But, I mean, that's the goal, man. Right. Is it happening before – like – in, in within a year or no? Um, I would say maybe. Well, it all depends, man. It's it's oh, how okay. fast I can get out of Germany. Okay. Um, you know, we're I'm locked here for two more years, but I mean, I, I can try to get out of here earlier. Mm. Mm. I said uh, you started photography with uh, landscapes and then products, and then now you're in portraits. What what which yeah, which yeah, field that's... do you prefer do you prefer the most, and why? I, I, that's a good question, man. Um, I think products are my favorite only because I can control what's in the picture right? a little bit more. Right. What I could, you know, I'm only limited by what I have available, but mm-hmm. I, I, I like that aspect. Um, but man, landscapes are just a whole thing. I mean, just, it's beautiful when you, when you actually sit down and edit the photo, you know, cause, right. um, you know, when I was hiking, I would, I would shoot and keep going, shoot, keep going. And I really didn't even pay attention to what I was looking at. Right. And I set at my computer and that's kind of when I would take in the, the, you know, what I was doing and probably took the hike a little bit more for granted than I should have just could. I was so worried about getting a photo than actually enjoying the scenery. Right. Um, but that's something I learned along the way is sometimes you just got to live in the moment and, you yeah. know, take your, you yeah. know, don't look through the camera anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
but I like you know I like it all. But what about uh, what about like the business aspect of it? Like for me, I'm I'm only asking you because for me the business aspect of photography and like this whole video thing and the whole thing that we're in. The business aspect of it is important because I'm trying I'm trying to make this my main my main thing and I'm not doing anything else so this is kind of my main thing but it's not consistent. You understand? So I'm I'm if gotcha. I'm, if I'm if I'm able to like make this make this photography thing my main thing and even even if I have to like go to other countries like the US or or Canada or whatever uh, I'd be down <clears throat> But the business aspect of this whole thing, and since I started this page, is is very important because, like, have you gotten any any um, any um, business inquiries through this page or the other pages that you have for like photography? Um, I haven't yet, honestly. I, I'm not really pushing for it. Okay. Um, other than just people saying, "Hey, can 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 you take some photos of me?" That that's about it, man. Yeah, but then you get paid for those, right? No man, all my photo ph photography is free. What? Why? Yeah, I, I just I'm I'm not to that point to start charging people, man. I don't, I'm not uh, I'm just not there yet. I, I would say so. Right now, I'm just trying to build a portfolio, so I'm just doing free shoots, man. Dude, uh, I'd say I'd say you got. I think I'm pretty sure you can do that. I think you can start shooting for sh uh, for uh, paid work. I think I will eventually, but right now, man, I don't have enough to show people like, hey, here's my work. Um, right. right now, I'm just like, you know, I'll, I'll do free just just for the sake of learning and for the sake of building a portfolio that people can see. Right. Um, so I did three shoots on Saturday. I did three shoots, and then I have another shoot this weekend. Okay. Um, I haven't posted a lot of the photos yet just because mm -hmm. I'm still editing, and one of the main artists that I – one of the main persons I the model I took photos of she's been very particular and very picky right on the editing it's it's very frustrating oh tell me about it dude uh, because now they're getting into like changing the, the 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 you know changing the image completely and I'm just like that's that's kind of like cheating to me like yeah you know you look the way you look you know don't try to change that that's to me just it's manipulation to your body because exactly. that's what she's wanting to do yeah um it's like just give me the photo and i'll do it i'm like well no that's not how it works you know like so i i probably won't post her photos just because she, yeah. she wants a certain way to look and she's yeah. you know changing her body to look smaller and i'm just yeah. like i get it you know you want to look a certain way but that's that's not okay with me you know so yeah um yeah Dude, can yeah, I give you a, can you can I give you an advice about that? Because I yeah. used to shoot a lot of portraits. Like that was my yeah. main thing. Like I would shoot like three, four, five people a week. And uh, so here's the thing: if people if people want to have their photos taken by you, they want your art. They want your craft. So I I can tell you like out of like I don't know hundreds of shoes that I've had. Only two people wanted uh, certain certain stuff. And one thing I tell them from the beginning is that I charge for the time I put in and the editing time I put in. And I give you like, I don't know, 15, 20 edited photos through Lightroom. I don't even use Photoshop. So if you want to make yourself skinny, you can do that yourself. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm, I don't do that. So when you, when you do a shoot with me, it's going to be the real you 
plus my edit on the photos because that's why you what you hired me for. You hired me for for the colors, and that's what happened in the, in Bangkok. Because like, I used to get a lot of sh a lot of uh, uh, shoots because of my colors. Because they there was other photographers in Bangkok as well. Some maybe better better than better than me, uh, with like the whole composition and all that. But there was me and like two other guys that had like a, a specific color grades, like specific colors that people really like. So it was three yeah. of us getting like most of the jobs at a higher price. And when some people didn't want to spend that much, they just go with the other ones because um, it wouldn't be as expensive. And I put that I put that towards like how much time do you spend making your craft as good as as good as it can be. So if you if you spent like I spent four years learning everything I can in Lightroom and how to make um, a shot look look a certain way. Yeah, and so so what I'm charging and I, and I wasn't charging a lot in Bangkok because that's what I was thinking same as you. I was thinking like I'm not good enough to charge like that much and all that. But then when I started photography, within a month, a month maybe two months. Uh, the paid work started coming. So I, I did like, uh, I took photos of like a few of my friends and then we did the whole modeling thing for, for my brands and all that. And then I posted the shots and then um, a few people started hitting me up to, to, to do shoots. And I was like, all right, cool. So these, these are like normal friends of a friend or all, all, that, all that stuff. And then after a month, a few models from like major uh, model agencies started hitting me up to do shoots, and I was like, "All right, cool. I can still build a portfolio of some sort." And then, uh, with like, yeah. I'd say like after those, after like two or three models from those model agencies, people started hitting me up, and then they would, they would, they would hit me up and be like, "How much?" You know what I mean? So it will come, but yeah. then also you you shouldn't you shouldn't be your own block. Don't don't be your own block. Don't tell people you're not ready for it. Don't don't tell people you're not good enough. Cause here's the thing: if I have a product and I want to make it look dope in a shot, I'm I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, yo, Pete, can you take this this uh, thing that I have, like this leather wallet that I have, and can you make it look dope in a shot and give me like six shots, and that wallet is yours, and I'm gonna give you some money on top of that, right? You gotta start believing in yourself in a sense where you are good enough to get paid for what you do. Cause that's what I tell people. Like I charge my cousins. <laughs> you understand? And a lot of people are like, "That's kind of yeah. weird." Cause like, what's the point of being family? And I'm like, "Well, my cousins are in construction work. Do I ask them to do a building for free?" Right. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I yeah. like this is my survival uh, element. Like yeah. I need I need to get paid for what I do because this is all I do. Yeah. So no, that's a good point, man. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so I mean, for a craft that you spent so much time on and 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 trying to make it as great as possible, you should be getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honestly, I, I think you're. Right. I I will eventually do that. I, I think I just want to show people that. I can do this. I guess is more what I'm trying to do right now. It's yeah, like that's understandable. Don't but, hire me. I mean, yeah. Don't don't think like, you're not me good enough, you bro. I I legit think you could go to like cafes and get, uh, get and walk to the owner, uh, walk to the owner, talk to him, and and get out with a job, paid job. You understand? Like with the shots yeah. that you have, you can man, definitely get you. paid jobs. 
I'll have to shoot you some photos of the, the people that I shot because I have only posted a couple. Yeah. Um, but I've taken a lot of photos. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot them to you and tell me what you think, man. Yeah. Send me, bro. Like, I, I used to do a lot of portraits, and that's that was my main thing. Cause like, here's the thing. The reason I love portraits is that because there is a person in the shot, and 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 you can connect to the person. So if I can make a shot yeah. as dramatic, I don't know if I, you have my other page for the portraits, but because you can connect to the people and to the shots, it's so much closer to my heart. But since this whole COVID thing started and came back home and all that, and I was going crazy at home doing nothing, I started this whole page and I started just shooting anything I could. So to me, products is definitely a thing. Landscapes is definitely a thing and portraits is definitely a thing. But that's why I ask you uh, which one you like the most because you also got, like for me, it's my main thing. So I need to be able to support myself from it. So that's why I asked yeah, you, like, which yeah. one? Which one do you like more, or which one do you think you're gonna get paid for, and all that? It's good and, stuff, man. No, yeah, yeah I totally. Uh, and I think yeah, you can get paid I mean, for all of that, but landscapes is usually the toughest, the toughest one, unless you're like really good at it, like incredible at it. You're not gonna make. You're not gonna make bank. Yeah, that's t- I mean, I'm sure sure that's tough. I mean, unless you yeah. sell prints or some amazing, you know, spot or something that someone's been to or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I enjoy the landscapes, but I, I'm totally not. Yeah. And and uh, and the adventure more of it, um, but um, people and it's something I'm gonna start doing or I'm trying to start doing. I got I got another shoot lined up this weekend with a couple. Um, so I mean, we'll see how it goes. I've only done like one or two people but now they want to do like family photo type things so mm. another learning opportunity you know you're gonna have a tough time bro family no i'm sure man. family family is is hard dude like and they have a dog too so oh i'm just like oh man another an animal and a yeah. you know it's like yeah uh, but you know it's free uh i'm gonna tell them hey you know there's a reason why i'm free right now because i'm learning um, yeah. um but you know I, i've done a couple already so yeah. Um, well, I won't say a couple, but there was two people in the photo that that came out okay. Right. See um, what it's like with an animal, though. All right. I think. I, I know, think. Man. I think at max, you like maybe put put like a time frame for yourself. Be like, okay, in a month, I'm gonna start shooting for paid work. Because again, bro, because you put the time in. That's all I'm saying. Like you have, you have put the time in with like the products and landscapes and all that, and the editing and learning how to edit uh, photos and stuff. So I think, okay, you want to have a portfolio, great. But at the same time, I think you're ready. But then, since you want to have a portfolio, I think a month of like shooting for free for a bunch of people, and then you can. You can start like contacting agencies and stuff and getting paid for it. And I'm telling you that from experience because these these models hit me up from the agencies and then uh, they shoot with me for free. And then the, the agencies started promoting those photos that I took for yeah. for the models to get jobs. And I was kind of low key pissed about that because I didn't know get paid for it. And, oh, and and I have this information from a model because like she told me like yeah I showed your photos to my mother agency and they loved it and they were like yeah we're gonna use this and they use it and the model got like a bunch of jobs 
and that she got paid for and the agency got paid for and I was just like sitting there shaking my head <laughs> so so yeah maybe like yeah man uh, I think that's a good roadmap for the future man mm. yeah bro and also like you I, I do, need to learn a little bit more but I, you can do you can do like coffee shops as well since you like coffee and you would be you know the business and you know like the process of making coffee and all that that's a good outlet that's a good uh, that would be a good job for you because first of all you'll enjoy it second of all you're gonna drink a lot of coffee and third of all you're gonna get some dope shots oh yeah I mean I yeah. you know visit a co- you know coffee shops you know every single day but around here they're uh, they're a little different here in Germany but um, you know with COVID you can't really go sit at a place right now so right. it's just a weird time man yeah yeah but there is a lot of coffee shops in, in, in Germany like are you in Berlin Oh, I'm I'm west. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I I've seen like, like a I'm, bunch of people uh, on YouTube. These like uh, YouTubers that are photographers and they go to like different spots, but they speak German, so I I don't I don't watch them that often. But every now and then yeah. I, I I check them out just to see like just to see like what shots that they're taking and all that. But um. Yeah, yeah totally. like a lot of the coffee yeah, shops yeah. that you see, I've taken on my account. I've taken on at a at a coffee shop. <clears throat> yeah, I mean the atmosphere is so good. I mean, it, it just there's so many things you can do in a coffee shop, yeah. photography wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wish that we could actually go sit in a coffee shop right now, just because you know COVID, we can't we can't even you know dine in places. Yeah, I mean uh, we just went under lockdown again because like. Yeah, the, the numbers are going back up. So what now? What we can do is like the coffee shops are open until six p.m. At six p.m. they have to close down. No, nobody can be inside, but they can have like um, uh, deliveries. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're doing that just to like stop the whole you know people being out because like after six p.m. coffee shops coffee shops um, get really crowded. And I don't like it, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like it when coffee shops are crowded because people talk and I can't work. Because I go to coffee shops to work. Like, I can't sit at home and work. So this whole COVID thing is doing a number on me. But at the same time, you kind of gotta be responsible and be safe. And and I'm glad they're they're having these laws. Yeah, no, no, I totally, I totally get you, man. Uh, love. But that's what I want to do in my coffee shop is I don't, I don't want it to where I'm fighting someone to talk to the person next to me yeah. just because of the volumes uh, too large. Just because they're just small. The areas are too small. The tables are almost right next to each other. Like, yeah. you need a space yeah. uh, for people to enjoy the area, you know. So yeah. that, that's kind of one of my goals when I open a shop. Yeah, it's more about, like, the experience than just making money. Like, I don't think it should be your main thing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, totally. it, it, shouldn't, um, it shouldn't be your main source of income. Because, like, when that no, happens, you start, like, lacking in a lot of areas that you shouldn't be lacking. Like, giving the customer the experience of a coffee shop, like a coffee joint that's so dope that you just want to hang out there for a few hours with your friends and then and then leave. But then you start yeah, right. adding, like, too many tables and, and like, you start, like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it gets too loud. Yeah. The music is, is, is I, not well, correct. Yeah. I totally track, man. You know, I, you know, you want to give people the experience. You know, if people want a good cup of coffee, I mean, I mean, go to McDonald's. I mean, they have a good cup of coffee, you know. But you're going there for the experience, not the yeah. coffee, not just the coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can get coffee at any convenience store, or yeah. you can get it. 
Exactly. And and Parents. yeah, and it's good to get Scott, you know. And better yeah, but like but. On t- exactly, exactly. The coffee is important, bro. Dude, like so. Speaking of coffee, yeah, how much? You how, much like, how much coffee yeah. do you drink, like per day? Um, I will go through. I I, I don't know. It depends. Um, like on a work day. I start pretty early, day. like six in the morning. I start brewing, and then, I mean, I literally, I don't know, man. I'll, I don't ever like measure or anything. No, but like um, how many cups? Cups? Yeah. Uh, at least five or six. Jesus. Okay, that's a little. It's a little too much. <laughs> well, I mean, I have like a. I'm gonna say it's a huge cup. Um, it's maybe eight ounces. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so like five or six of those. I mean, it's still quite a bit some for some people. But I'll. Uh, I mean, at work I'm so busy, man. I'll pour a glass of coffee or a cup of coffee. Right. And I'll get busy and we'll sit at my desk half the day and you know i'm just uh, always okay. on the go but um i usually stop drinking about 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon and then after that i'll, I'll switch you switch you switch to to what what do you drink um i'll try to drink water uh, to balance okay. out you know yeah, getting yeah. You know, something healthy water, and, and water caffeine yeah water is beautiful dude <laughs> um but normally I, I don't have i don't really drink a lot of other things other than um, water, coffee, and maybe like a Dr. Pepper. Right, right. Yeah, I get like I I drink at least like four or five, but I drink drink them like I don't leave them. Like if I get a coffee, I need to drink it be- and then we can talk. Like this this yeah, cup. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, this cup needs to finish and then <laughs> and then we can get on with our days. Yeah, and that's what I do in the morning before I even leave the house, man. I'll 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 make I don't know like half a liter or something whatever a bottle water size is right um and then i leave for work and i'm like okay now i'm good to go yeah 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 and and yeah think, coffee is think, uh, do you think it actually helps because a lot of people believe that coffee doesn't do anything to them well i mean to me it's more i enjoy making the coffee is is part of the process of like waking up in the morning to me right um you know, so that I enjoy doing that because I listen to music while I'm doing it or a podcast or something. Nice. Um, so it's not just the coffee itself. It's the process. Yeah. too. Uh, so I do that. And then like I sit down and I read and I drink coffee. And to me, that's the most blissful thing you can do in the morning. Like yeah. just enjoy, enjoy because I like coffee that you can taste flavors and not just like Starbucks black coffee where you don't really even taste much. Oh my much. God, Starbucks uh, is just... It, it's it's the worst, you know. But yeah. like, I actually get coffee where I can actually taste stuff, and yeah, yeah and I just enjoy that, man. It's just it's yeah. awesome. So yeah. So I mean, tell me this it's thing. I was just reading for the caffeine as it is. What's that? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me this. Like, I was just reading uh, about uh, where the coffee has been ground, uh, grown, and like how it it affects the flavors and all that. So I heard like two thousand two thousand um, two thousand feet or two thousand meters above. Like those are um, the coffees that have like the most flavor, and and it takes from like the land, the land around it, with like all the all the, like so so if there's like, I don't know, um, 
if there was like a, a farm next to it with like I don't know different different fruits, then when you grow the coffee there, it, it, it absorbs those flavors and you can get those flavors in that coffee. Is that correct? So yeah, so they, 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 there's this notion. You know, I don't know what the science is behind it, but they they say like the higher the elevation, I guess, is the higher quality. Yeah, which is why um, the like the equator. Like mm-hmm. growing it below the equator or above it, it will um, determine like the quality of your coffee as yeah. well as altitude. Yeah. So not just altitude, but also um, where at the climate. Is, I guess what I'm trying to go for is the right. climate yeah, yeah, has yeah. to be ideal as well. Yeah. Um, which is why you see a lot of um, southern areas like Brazil. Um, they, they grow some of the best coffee because it's just their location. Yeah. Brazil is, is really nice. Colombia, I love Colombia. Colombia, yeah, nice. Colombia is, is um, yeah. Um, the the brew that I just made, uh, the blend I have, mm-hmm. um, is is seventy um, percent Brazilian. Is, nice. is the blend that I made for for myself. Nice, nice. Um, and it's it's good. Yeah, Colombia um, is nice. Not, but like one thing I need to stay away from is that Kenya Kenyan beans. I need to stay. Those are those are strong. Like, the, have you have you had beans from? Are they, I, I have only had. Oh, I have. I've actually had it from most areas of the world. Um, so Ethiopia is probably my one of my favorites. Why? I'm not a big fan of Ethiopia. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's just. I taste more in the Ethiopian coffee than than any other coffee. I don't know why. It's just the notes, maybe, or mm. uh, honestly, I can't explain it, man. Yeah. Um, Honduras mm. has got some good, good quality notes as well. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're not the top um, yeah. coffee producers. Like they're more mid range, but I don't know, man. I seem to have liked those a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. For me, I'd say like number one would be uh, Colombia. Yeah. Oh man, Colombia is so good. I yeah. mean, it's like especially it, yeah, like, I mean, if you can get like a medium roast Colombia with like those like man, the flavors. Hey, like, so hey, do you do you drink a lot of dark roast? No, I don't. I, first, I, it, here's the thing: it's not like I don't like the bitterness of it. I love bitter stuff. Uh, but um, it's just because it, 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 it has that kick to it because I don't want to just have one cup of coffee and just be done with it. Like, that's just not how I live. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I I'd prefer having medium rolls, but I can have like a bunch of cups during the day because like you sit around, you're just talking to your friends and all that. And then you just want to have like some coffee and like get the whole like aroma of like the beautiful Colombian aromas, bro. Oh my god, you open that cup and these like plastic cups with like other than the paper flavors and paper notes, <laughs> there's some great notes in there. You open that cup of coffee yeah, and you're no. like, mm, wow, this is like the, today is gonna be a great day. It usually no, isn't because of COVID, but there's yeah, there, there's something with the dark roast that really upsets my stomach. And I don't know if it's just the, yeah. I don't know if it's the oils on the, on yeah. the beans yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or I, that I it's that, dry, but. but for some reason, man, I, the yeah. dark roast just kills my stomach. Yeah, same, same. I get that. Some, so, some medium roast, I get that too. Some medium roast, really? I get that as well. 
and and here's one thing I, I was reading uh, I was reading something that okay so like apparently if you get um, if you get your coffee mixed with some robusta um, it kind of balances the whole thing out so if you get the dark roast and then you you mix it with like I don't know twenty percent of robusta beans it kind of like balanced the whole thing out because uh, the oil after you grind the whole thing and uh, the, the oil mixes up with the whole um, robusta thing and like it, it absorbs the oil and doesn't let your stomach like it, it absorbs the oil before it uh, reaches your stomach Wow I've never tried it I've never tried it because like again I don't I don't do dark roast I just I, I, I stay yeah. away from that but maybe yeah. give that a try. I don't know. Uh, I don't know find, for sure. I'll have to find someone that does robusta coffee because um, most people only do arabica um, coffee. No, they usually when you go to buy when you go buy uh, the beans, they usually have robusta. Man, I have not seen any around here. Oh, really? So, because no, I just yeah. got I just got some coffee from um, from this uh, coffee joint that I went to to buy like the whole grinder that broke after using it twice. Um, these guys, he put, he put some, uh, Arabica, um, maybe it's like 80% and then the, the rest is like, like 20% robusta, which is, it's all right, bro. Like when I opened the bag, the, t the smell is like, it's incredible. But then when you brew it, it's, it's not, it's not as good. I like this it, it like the, the smell changes is that is that even possible or like yeah because like well I'm sure it is I mean it depends like I mean depending on who roasted it and like you open the bag I mean, and it, it just smells like love bro like it smells like it could hug you but then yeah. you, you brew the whole thing and like all those all those flavors and notes and the whole thing is gone and you're just like left with like coffee you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing, but mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, the 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 barista guy that I was, I was telling you about at this coffee joint, I'm gonna, they they roast their own uh, coffee, and they have like, this this uh, roastery machine upstairs. It's gigantic, bro, but it's beautiful. It's like gold and brass, and like, it's it's gorgeous, bro. So they make their own coffee. They have uh, three beans. Uh, they have the Colombian, Ethiopian, and um, Kenyan. I told yeah. him, like, I can't... Because, like, as soon as he gave me that coffee... Because they, they rotate the beans each day. So, one day they make only Colombian. The other day they make uh, Ethiopian. The other day they make Kenyan. And then one day I went there and he gave me this coffee. And I first sip and I asked the guy, what is this? And he was like, this is uh, Kenyan beans. I was like, mm, can you just change this, please? Because this is not going to... Because you, I can, I can taste it. I have like yeah. a weird stomach, so a lot of things doesn't go well with my stomach. Gotcha. So as soon as I tasted it, I was like, this feels different. Like this, this tastes different. This, um, the whole like the texture. I don't know. The coffee doesn't have texture, is it? It just, I don't know. For some reason, I, I could, I could feel that it's, it's not gonna sit well with my stomach. So, yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, Kenya, no, I'm not doing that. But I asked him uh, to give me uh, the Colombian beans. And bro, like the Colombian beans, they have like some some fruity flavor. But you know what, yeah. I'm, what I'm really after? I feel like we've been talking about coffee for like 
an hour. Uh, but good. <laughs> so, yeah, great conversation, bro. <laughs> but what I'm after is like um some chocolate notes. Like okay. I need I need like a chocolate chocolatey um chocolatey and a little bit of uh, fruity notes. Do you have do you have okay. have you have you had anything in that in that field? So if you want chocolate, uh, let's see, where what would be the best for chocolate notes? Because like I tried this uh, uh, Colombian one one time, and bro, Nica, Nicaragua, Nicaragua, maybe, maybe Nicaragua, Nicaragua, I can say that right. Okay. Maybe maybe some of those might have some 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 chocolate notes. Um, I'm trying to think their elevation because the the climate elevation, the, the how cool the the beans grow also determine which of those flavors come out as well. Um, right. I mean, all that stuff is, is just is a factor in all that stuff. But yeah, uh, chocolate, man. I'm trying to think what would pr- produce more of a because that's more of a to me is is a middle range type flavor, and not necessarily like a fruity. It's like to me, fruity is like the top. Okay. You know, Do you and then you go with or you don't like that. No, I, I like the mid-range, the nutty to chocolate type thing. Yeah. Um, um, compared to you know the the fruity type stuff. Um, right. But um, I think, man, I can't think of the name of the coffee then. Mm. Nicaragua, man. Just if you can find some of those, try that in the medium roast. Okay. Uh, I think you might you might get some chocolate flavors in there. Okay. And then mix it with robusta or no. Oh man, honestly, I wouldn't ever mix uh, robusta with arabica, man. Um, Why? Uh, to me, man, robusta like you get that. I don't even know how to describe that, the that flavor. Dry you, flavor that that, well, that it's not dry. It's more like um, <laughs> tastes like air. It it it's oh man, it's not the the acidity of it. It's it's just like it. It to me it doesn't taste like a cup of coffee. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, like I feel like I'm drinking something else. Yeah. Not, like more like a weird tea or something when I have robusta. Right. Even if it's like twenty percent. Uh. Well, I mean. I mean, I've actually I don't even know if I've, I've had a blend with robusta and Rebecca, man. Maybe in a, an espresso shot, which is bitter anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I probably never noticed. Um, yeah. Which a lot of robusta you do get in the uh, espresso. Um, grounds and stuff that people people sell already grounded, but man, right. yeah. And have you have you tried uh, coffee from Portugal? I have not tried coffee from Portugal. Interesting thing, bro. Give it a try, and then we'll talk about it probably on the next podcast. I but... have to figure out how to get that stuff here, man. Because Germany has weird coffee import laws, man. Oh, okay, you can't buy yeah. a bag. You can't just purchase a bag. If they're if the store carries it, man, they like, they only have like a handful of brands here, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got there's you. there's not at least I haven't found any. There's a roaster down the street, actually, one of the few roasters that live in my area. He lives like two kilometers away. He's, right. I've tasted his beans, um, man. It, to me, it's like, uh, and this is what I kind of found everywhere in Europe is they mm. don't roast their beans long enough. That's weird. What? It's like they they. It's like they they stop it before it cracks because I don't know if you know coffee in, in the in the cracks that you hear when you when you mm-hmm. roast it. Um, yeah. So you you roast coffee until you hit a certain crack. You can hear the beans crack. Yeah. 
and that that first crack is usually your medium roast right and then if you go longer it'll do a second crack which will be your your more of a dark roast it's like they don't brew them long enough to hear that first crack so it's kind of bitter and sour oh wow okay because the beans are still green if that makes sense oh wow so the beans beans you get is green they're actually kind of greenish yeah like the beans are they're like a green color, um, and then when you roast them, they turn to brown, you know, and they they flake off that little shell yeah. that they have. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, man, it's like they 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 don't roast them long enough, and I've tried to give them a chance, man, and every time it's like it's just bitter, right. very bitter. Right. And they're Arabic beans, man. It's just I don't think they roast them enough. Right. They're okay. very light color too, when you just look at them yeah. in the in the bag. So it's even before heating, like heating up, hitting it up to uh, a light roast. Well, I would say it's, yeah. I mean, I would say it's really, really light. Yeah. Because when you roast it longer, you'll get more of the notes coming out, and he doesn't. It does. I don't get that with that caught that vendor man. He just. Yeah. It's just too. It's still too bitter, man. It's like they, they didn't roast long enough to get those the coffee out. Right. Right. The flavors, anyway. But yeah, man, dude, coffee is just life, man. I, dude, coffee is great, man. Like you, and we've been talking about it for an hour, but it's a great conversation. I mean, I hope people didn't click off already, but uh, I think, and like it always. Okay, so I remember you telling me like uh, you prefer a V sixty to uh, any other type of brews. So actually, I, I'm 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 always torn between the French. Hello. I, I I I mean I use my Chemex every now and then. Right. But there's something different between the Chemex and then actually using like a V60 man. I don't know why it's different. I use like similar fil- well, I wouldn't say it's similar filters. They're completely different filters. Maybe yeah. it's the filter that that changes it. Mm-hmm. Um Chemex is actually like third on my list. I, I don't use it as much as I used to. Okay. But what do you use? You use the V60 and, and what, French? I use my French press um, probably, I would say, like 75% of the time. Oh, wow. Okay. And why? And you, then think, you think the I'll, flavors are different? You think the, the, the taste is different? I, uh, maybe it's that I haven't nailed down the ratio to the beans that I have mm. yet, but I, I've nailed down the French press bean ratio to water. Like it's consistent. I can I know I'm going to get the same flavors every single day. Okay. Okay. Um, but with the the drip pour over coffee, man, I'm still chasing that right ratio, and I've done every combo I can think of, man. Right. Um, and I always, I always have the same amount of water every single time, and I just change the the beans or the right. grams of the, of, of the of the coffee. But I still can't, I can't nail it down, man. I don't know what it is. Mm. Well, I usually make it with like, so I have this like baby Chemex, and I make it in in this, and um, I go like I go like thirty grams and uh, ninety grams of water. But I poured a, I let it bloom for like a minute and a half, which is a, I, since I said that the last time, it was a little strange to a few people. 
but uh, I think the bloom needs to last that long just for the for the coffee to like I don't know like the for the flavors to come out so like I let bloom for like a minute and a half and then I do like another two pours and I make that whole comb thing in the middle so like I put like a spoon in there make that whole comb thing and then I start pouring from the middle all the way to the top and then um I let it sit for like a minute and a half and then I do like two pours 30 seconds apart. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I would say about a minute on my pour over the right. first book. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll try to do two, at least two more pours after that. Yeah, yeah. And because I don't, I don't I, really I, only do, I only do like two pours because the Chemex is like really small. Oh yeah, it's like a baby. Have, it's not actually from Chemex, but it looks like a Chemex, and it's like I call it a baby Chemex. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have the big one. Mm. I never even play most of the time. Mm. But it looks great in photos. You gotta admit. Oh yeah, I mean like, it's, it's legit. Yeah, like for a piece it's of glass. Legit. For a piece of glass with like a and little bit of wood and leather around it, it looks amazing. I have some like uh, other kind of. Uh, coffee pictures that I, but I don't ever use them, man. They just stay in my cabinet, man. Right. I think I think you should post like more coffee pictures. I have AeroPress too, and I I don't even use that one. Yeah, but like on Instagram, like uh, coffee pictures do amazing, which is strange because some of the shots that I've taken that are not coffee are a lot better. But when you look at the insides, coffee is like crazy good. Like, landscapes for me is the worst. Like, landscapes, they get, like, I don't know. I have, like, 2,000 followers. They get, like, 600 impressions. And then coffee get, like, 2,000, 3,000 impressions, which is crazy. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. I think people, I mean, everywhere, you know, people love the coffee, you know. Yeah. And, dude, like... Tell me about tell me about your colors. Like, um, how'd you get into these colors? And um, is that like is that something you do on purpose? Like, do you try and be like unique or? So I've had a couple different color grading schemes there for for a little bit. I didn't even have one. I was just posting and editing and going, um, and then I started to learn a little bit more in Lightroom and how to do more specific type uh, tones and stuff and right um and i, I really kind of just go with can do at the moment um mm-hmm. like the atmosphere that i'm like if i'm doing something with a wood background which is most of my photos right now right. i've been doing in the brown right just to bring out that wood um because people know what wood looks like and if you do anything other than the color of wood you know like right they'll know it's pretty Pretty extremely edited, so I've been trying to keep with that that brown tones right now, just because right. uh, of in the photos and stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll I'll get back to some others, but mm-hmm. uh, I just like those tones, man. Like your photos, I just absolutely love the way you you color grade oh, your stuff, you, man. man. And I, I I couldn't even attempt to do what you do. Like I don't know what you do, man. Honestly, <laughs> I got I, I um so I keep mine kind of subtle and, and not too vibrant. Right. Dude, like, it took me, well, 
again, if you've seen that portrait page, it's the colors are very different. And then I started with the same colors for this page. Like if you scroll down all the way to like the beginning of this page, those are the colors that I used. And yeah. then it gradually changed like crazy. Like there is like a, a, a span of like 10 posts that it keeps changing. And well, here's the thing, bro. Like I, 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 I I spent a lot of time on Lightroom and a lot of time on YouTube studying Lightroom. And for some reason, I really enjoy dark stuff. Like, I, I, like, yeah. and a lot of people have problems with it. Like the barista that I shoot with, he's like, bro, like, can you just make these a little bit brighter? I'm like, bro, but like, look at this. Like you can see the richness of the colors in like all the, all the stuff that you used in this shot. And they're like, yeah, but like they can't see my face, and I'm like, I don't care about. Your face. <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy tell me because um, I I desaturate a lot of colors, right. and he's like, I can't myself to take out colors in a photo. He's like, why would you take a photo and eliminate colors in the photo? And I'm just like, that's a good point, man. Um, yeah, but, it could, but it's subjective. There's an art, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, there, there's a, it's very subjective, man. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it right there. It's very subjective. Yeah. It's the eye of the beholder, you know. And, exactly. Uh, I see images a certain way, man. Honestly, I, I, I based off of what I think the image is going to look like, that's how that's you take the how photo. Base, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I take photo of. Is like, is this going to look good in the style that I currently have? Right. Because uh, there's times I'm like this is going to look good and I do it and it doesn't and I never post it. Exactly. That, man, been there. Yeah. Been there but, so many times. But I'm, I'm trying to change, I was talking in the galley with the boys about this, but I'm going to change the colors like a lot because, well, we're going towards the end of fall very soon. Like I think yeah. we got like a month, a month and like 10 days left and then uh, it's going to get colder and uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna snow if I'm still able to shoot the snow but I think I think that the atmosphere that you shoot the shot at also has um, an effect in the edit like that's that's what MB was talking about last night with me about about this whole thing when I was when I mentioned it in the group um, so I think I want to go towards like did you check did you check firsty you know firsty on Instagram uh, what is it? Firsty, F-U-R-S-T-Y. There's this guy. He's he's an amazing photographer, but his entire page is like these beautiful blues with like every other color saturated, uh, desaturated. It, yeah, it's very midnight. Um, yeah. So like, midnight. I can't I can't even shoot at night with my camera. My camera is garbage for shooting at night. Like I bring up the ISO to eight hundred, and that's the max I can push it. Wow. So <clears throat> I'm thinking about going for his colors, like similar to his tones. But bro, like I've tried it. I've tried it a lot, and I just can't get his shots. I they're, they're, like it's so different. Like I've tried it on at least like a hundred shots of mine, and and none of them work. Like one worked because it was it was taken in the winter with like snow and stuff around it. But then the whole like the shot is like a landscape shot, snow everywhere on the mountain, and then you can see the sun. 
I think that's what messing that's what's uh, messing the whole shot up because the uh, light. yeah the light being there the blues just don't work yeah but then you look at his yeah. shots and everything is taken almost like everything is at night or like even during daytime and yeah and like you go on YouTube and you search for it and then this guy does the whole edit in front of you and then you do it and it doesn't work and you're like what am I doing no. wrong and you and you've and you've, and you've changed your your tone curves your your light curves mm-hmm. your color change the, change the tone curve camera calibration HSL tab um, white balance everything but <clears throat> MB mentioned something he was like you gotta you gotta desaturate everything but at the same time it really matters when the shot was taken and how was the atmosphere and the lighting and all that. And that's what I think is happening with my shots. Like, it's just not giving that, at, like, it's not having that atmosphere. So whenever I, I might have the edit already, I have, like, four different presets saved up for that. But then it just doesn't work on a lot of shots because maybe the atmosphere is not there or for whatever reason, it's just not working. But like, when you look at his shots, when you look at first these shots... There is almost no color, and then there is blues. There is blues and whites and blacks, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. He he's he's got some green tones here and there, but yeah, it's like in shame. my in 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 my brain that doesn't work because if I don't have the yellows and the oranges, how am I gonna show like a fox, for example, that he had he had a shot of? Like the fox so, is you? is orange, but it's it's so desaturated, and then those blues are so rich, and it it just works. But when I try it, so it, it looks you, garbage. Yeah. Do you think on some of these photos that he actually imports the Photoshop and throws a an actual like blue, um, a blue tone, um, just uh, uh, just a color over, and then. Um, brings down the opacity uh, I don't I don't on. think so bro because I was I was watching a few people do similar edits to his and the way they did it was entirely in Lightroom man so so and I keep trying it and it's just not happening bro so I'm, I'm thinking maybe because like that whole atmosphere thing is true so I just gotta wait for for winter to come around and, and then shoot it but I, I don't think I can ever get his shots. Like, to be honest, the, the way he sets these colors. Like, I can, I can, I saw the videos and, like, these guys, they were desaturating every color to, like, minus 100 or, like, minus 95. And then the white balance was all the way down to, like, 2,000, which is, like, scary. Like, it just looks, like, when I do it, it looks like I just put a blue tint on the entire image and was like, all right, fuck it. But when he does it, it just, Man. it just looks incredible. Oh yeah, I'd be curious on how he does it. Mm. I, I haven't really messed with too much color like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, get into like camera calibration. There is like a whole world in there with like three sliders. You can get you can get some magic. Dang. Yeah, camera calibration yeah, down in Lightroom, all the way down the last tab. Yeah. Beautiful, bro. It's like some crazy Man. stuff you can do there. You know, most of my all my edits are on my phone. I don't I don't really open up Lightroom Classic. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I I I don't think I've ever used one photo in Lightroom Classic. Wow, nah, I, I just do it all. 
The way I do it is like I edit the entire thing on, on Lightroom on the laptop and then I transfer all the photos to my phone and then go through another edit on my phone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the time to sit at my computer mm. a couple times a week, so I have a hard time opening up Lightroom Classic, and I just I just do it on my phone because I import from my phone straight to my phone too from my SD card, oh, okay. so okay. Um, it's just easier. Mm. Mm. And Lightroom can give you like some incredible photos, man. Oh man, it, it's just the money, man. Yeah, it, it is just. I know people use all these other programs, but I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like, I don't know how people do that. Like, Lightroom is just, it's, yeah, it's the top. Like, I mean, you can do some nice filters and stuff with some others, but, it, you know, it's not just about throwing a filter on it. You literally have to play with the colors and, yeah, it just, it's so, it's so time consuming. I mean, it is. Spend like, it is. But hours you have presets, on one so like, photo. Just apply the presets and then go from there, bro. That's what I do. That's what I do normally is yeah. I have like three three main presets I go to and then from there you still spend time editing yeah. even after that. Yeah. I'd say like each photo I, I put on Instagram takes at least like an hour, hour and a half of work. I would agree, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's about right, man. Yeah. It usually takes and especially when you're and I'm I'm getting into like uh black and white. Like I started posting black and white shots a while ago and I'm 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 enjoying the vibe, but a lot of people don't like it. Like a lot of people want to see like those colors that I have, or or um, they just not a big fan of black and white. But black and white photos is just it, 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 and the only reason I started it is because like it looks good with those shots. Yeah, you, know, you like, really have to have a good shot to have a really good artistic black and white if that makes yeah, sense yeah exactly and like i was talking to this guy and he was like yeah with your tones if you do the black and white you should make sure that you have like some sort of a yellow tint on it which is interesting but then when i put the yellow tint on it it makes the whole thing brighter which is against my um my nature yeah it, it, you put you put the yellow tint and it it, it kind of brings every color up yeah 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 man like there's a whole because black and white is just not black and white man there's still shade shadows yeah. and blacks there that you can bring up and down just like any other photo yeah exactly and how do you do you do you like critique your, how do you critique your shots like do you sit there and just look at it and be like nah or like you, you take the shot and you're like this is a banger um how do you go about that process? yeah honestly uh, I I go through pretty hardcore, man. Like I'm like, is this something that I want to see on my feed? Is like one of the main things. It's like, mm -hmm. well, why do I want this on my feed? Like, like there's so many things that I ask myself, even just as the picture itself, and not necessarily the editing. Right. Um, but once I edit, and I'm like, man, I, I like this. Um, yeah, I mean, I always critique it. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm always like it. Yeah. You know, cause like my latest photo has some reds in it, you know, for the on the book, and I just recreated a photo I did earlier in, in the year, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, uh, I wasn't gonna post it just because I already had done one similar. Right. <clears throat> I keep studying. Um, it's a little I keep. I keep. Um, I keep studying. And, you know, uh, and it's just and one of those. I'm like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, no, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, I always critique everything I do, man. Is it too sharp enough? Is it not focused? Or is it still, is it not focused enough? I mean, I mean, I just, sometimes I'm just like, just do it, just throw it up there. Yeah, yeah. I keep studying yeah. everybody's color grades and also, like, I keep watching uh, videos on YouTube about color grading and stuff. But I don't know, man. Like, for some reason, I just can't get away from these colors that I got right now. And if you go to my if you go to my page, the last two shots, like the 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 drone one and the the Chemex one, they are a little yep. bit different, but it kind of matches the whole vibe because I had like this super orange thing going on, and then it, it totally fit, yo, man. Like it, that, even the one with the water, man, it still fits your your scheme. Yeah, you still have those in there. Yeah, um, yeah. But, even the sunset one that you have like with it. Right. You know, the water, like, yeah. it's still those tones, though, you know? Yeah, yeah bro. And, and and those took a while, dude. Like, I can tell you, I edited those shots, <laughs> like, six, seven times in different days. <laughs> different presets on my phone, on the laptop, and, yeah, dude. Like, those took a while. Man, that's, no, it looks, I, and I like that you put, like, the words on it, too, man. Like, yeah. That, that's legit, man. Like, yeah, thank you, thank you, bro. But then, uh, so is that? So you think you think you're unique in your own way with your photography, like? Uh, I I mean I don't. I mean it's so hard to just be unique because because everything's been done at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like when people yeah. land on your page, they see the unique. They see the difference between. Between like a normal photographer that shoots and just keeps the colors and like the compositions are simple, then when they land on your page and the compositions are more complex and, and the editing is more complex. I don't, man, honestly, I think I'm I'm right average, man. Like I know I'm on your page when I see your edit. I know when I'm on MB's page when I see his edits, just because of the way it is. You know, like yeah. you've already made like name for the style you're doing. Right. I haven't really done that. I'm still trying to learn and, um, you know, find my way of doing things, you know. But, right. uh, but yeah, I mean, there's people out there that, I mean, the Wanderer, like, he always has that, that nice matte fade. Like, he, I just yeah. know when I'm, even if someone reshares their photo, I know whose it was. You know, yeah, it's so exactly. crazy. Yeah. It's like a thumbprint. Yeah. I think you can get that, bro. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta sit down and play with it. And I think, yeah, I mean, to be honest, bro, I think you already have that. But again, you're just not giving yourself enough credit. I think you already you already got those colors, but um, maybe maybe it's not rich enough for your eyes. Like you already have those like beautiful browns and beautiful oranges and like the dark and shadowy and and all the good stuff. Like like that coin shot that you t- you took with your finger uh, holding one of the coins that's like incredible and then the shot of the mushroom next to it crazy good yeah. bro crazy good i think that coin shot i think i took backwards like i'm actually holding it back like i yeah. had to flip the image upside <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's dope dude like you got the colors but the only thing maybe i can tell you that could that could change up your style a little bit is that um, bring go to um, when you're editing bring the blacks a little bit further down or like use the really? dehaze dehaze uh, slider I because because I was talking to pixel pirate to Jordy 
and uh, he 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 bought one of my prints. He uh, he purchased uh, one of my prints, and I asked him like if he can uh, take some shots of it and send it to me. And then he sent me a few raws, and he sent me a few with like uh, the DNG thing for for Lightroom, so I could see his color grades. And yeah. dude, I was studying that color yeah. grade of his for like hours and hours and hours and I kept trying it and it didn't happen for me. And then I saw that he pushed the dehaze slider like way up and I've never done that before. That dehaze thing, it's, it was just scary to me. And then I started doing it and I was like, wow, these are like so much more, like you already got the punch to your shots. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people like M.B. The Journal, like that guy is a beast with like moody shots and it's like uh, the opposite, kind of the opposite way of uh, what you're doing. Like there's a lot of fade in his shots and yours is, uh, it doesn't have any fades. Like it's punchy. And and I like I like both because like the moody gives like another vibe and this these shots give, an, give another vibe, but... I think maybe for you to like make it your own, maybe like use something that normally not a lot of people use, like the dehaze slider, or well, get, get the whole grain the thing going on. I always add it in there, but maybe not to the extent that that, that I, I could. Um, yeah, like I started. I, mean, I started pushing the dehaze slider up to like eighty. Hmm. I know. Like, Dude, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it, it sounds crazy, bro. But like, Dude, the I'm, slider I'm and then the texture slider, uh, those kind of bring, like, it, it, it takes away a lot of color and adds a lot of sharpness to your shot. Yeah. But at so the, the same time, it makes it some sort yeah. of mood. It's some sort of vibe that it adds to it that makes it so much more rich. I actually throw the texture down usually and the clarity on, on most of the shots. And then I go in with the radial tool and try to be add some more to it oh okay uh no it sounds weird that i would do it to the whole image and then specifically an object but um yeah but it, yeah, it works I too it. but i'm just saying because like why do you think you don't have your own uh your own your own um style because like i see the the castle that you shot and those rounds they are they are your style yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think it's the fact it's like, it's, it's, there's so many other ways I can edit the photo that I like. Right. And the style that I'm showing right now. Mm -hmm. But are you not, you, you are a fan of what you're shooting. I love the tones. I love the movie yeah. shots, man. Yeah. I love the browns. I love bringing in maybe just a bit of color sometimes. Um, right. Um, and they, man, they, I, I they don't know, man. Crazy, I'm, I'm have to do some in-depth experimenting. Yeah, dude, just experiment. Just keep changing it until you you get to a point where you're like, oh, nobody has these colors, and these are my colors. Like that's how I got it's into awesome. it. Like I got I I, I I still don't think I'm at the end of like editing photos. Like I don't think I've reached a point where I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm gonna stick to this forever. Like I say, like every two months it changes a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. I mean, you yeah. learn new things, you see things differently. Yeah. I'll have to like, send you, I took the photos of this girl the other day, and I edited it in the browns, and then I edited it in a black and white Okay. color. Uh, and I have to 
I'll have to show you those because man, I, I became a real fan of the black and like like it's not silver, but it's it's not black and white, but it's definitely more on the the black tones. Okay, I get you. Um, and, and I just I, I like that that kind of edit as well. Right. Maybe we can do a live and do like a editing editing each other's shots live or something. That would be cool. <sighs> Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I think because like it's crazy, man. You can do it a million different ways. Exactly, like, bro. Like I, I'm telling you, I have like at least 35, 40 different presets, but I only use like two of them or oh, three shoot. of them. Dang, that's that's a lot, man. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if I have that many, but I know, dude. I have a lot, and then Maybe the names are weird. Or like, like one of them is called Sex on the Beach. I don't even know why. <laughs> yeah, dude, it got weird, man. It got weird finding yourself. It's, just, um, it's crazy. There's another uh, guy that edits on here that I, I need to find out. His shots are—they're just—I already know. I know I'm on his page when I when I when I see them. Right. Um, man, I can't think of who it comes across though. Yeah. But then, bro, like I'm 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 a little. Like I don't know why you've you haven't been reached to like um, do like product shots for other for other brands because maybe it's because you have your own brand and people are scared because they're like oh he has his own brand so they he's just not gonna do work for us and stuff maybe you just put that in your in your um, uh, what is it called the bio thing yeah just just put like yeah just contact me uh, for for shoots and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just I haven't really thought about it, honestly, because uh, it's more to me just a hobby than it is like me trying to to do um, a, like a real business out of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, but I mean, I'm, I'm bro, I'm pretty sure you can do that. Like with your skills, I'm definitely sure you can you can get paid for it. Dude, man, that's to me it's a whole nother. Like it's it's more work, you know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> and having a like a like a real full time like I, I work way more than I, I really want to, man. Yeah. And like it's so hard to focus on the extra stuff outside yeah. of work. Yeah, uh, if I have the mental capacity or the energy to do that, you know what I mean? I think that yeah. might be the main reason why I don't do any of that stuff. Is like, man, I don't I don't have the energy to do, to do something else, you know? Right, right. To do like a third venture, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it, dude. And yeah, so, like, wait. tell me, tell me, where is the where is the brand going? Where is uh, Quest and Co's future? So, I'm 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 definitely gonna man. I'm experimenting with so many things right now with with bringing items online. You know, I've I've I showed you that picture of the cologne. The cologne looks nice. Um, I think it's gonna be more. I think I'm gonna do more of a in general like lifestyle type thing but more focused on outdoor um, yeah. theme yeah just because the whole quest and adventure is kind of the focus um so that's kind of what i'm doing I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna branch more toward the outdoor type thing and i'm still working on a new logo although the flag is still going to be kind of uh, a main thing right. with some stuff but um yeah um but like there's so many other options so many other items I want to bring online. Right. Um, I would like to bring my brand of, of hankies back online that me and my wife used to make. Right. Um, I'm working on a cologne right now. Um, 
cologne. Uh, we we've already experimented with with soaps and candles. Um, How did that go? How did the soap thing go? I was excited the, about that. Oh, dude, the soap I wanted was to, fine. I wanted like, to be a piece of that. Like I wanted to be uh, a piece of that uh, dude, whole it, soap it, thing. So I I, I made a, quite a bit of them. I just I didn't. I was like, man, I I don't think I want to sell these yet. I mm. love the flate, like the scent. It's perfect. Like right. I, I can't believe I nailed exactly what I was trying to go for. Right. Uh, I single day man, and it's black soap, so it's exactly. really cool when you use it because it, it's it. it I mean, <laughs> you leave it has like this black film on your skin, but yeah. then you wash it out, and it's like yeah. cleanest. Yeah. Like, um, but so I already made the soaps, man. We we just use them in our house right now, nice. uh, which is kind of funny. But um, soaps, t-shirt. I mean, there's so many things I'm working on, man. I just, yeah. it's hard to do it from here in Germany. Yeah. You're, dude, like, I talk to you every now and then on, on Instagram, and now you're saying all this stuff, and you're kind of like, you're the closest person that is doing this stuff that I'm doing or I want to do. Like, when you did the coffee thing, I was like, fuck, this guy is living my dream. Yo, right man, now. I did the coffee. I did the coffee blend, too, you know. And, yeah. That was, they kept looked, messaging me he wanted to buy it but I'm yeah, like it looks it's not dope. quite there yet mm, mm. yeah man. Um, yeah I'm, the I'm, coffee I'm, was good that's bag right now yeah, yeah but bro. that's definitely stuff I'm gonna sell in the future the, the cologne is is actually really good but it's this test that I just got with the mix of fragrances it's not it's not there yet okay I see bro I have I have like a list of Eli stuff that I want to do, and I think like if you tell me a list of stuff that you want to do, more than ninety percent of it will be the same things. <laughs> I have to shoot you my list, dude, and see yeah. if if it compares, man. Yeah, dude, I'm um, pretty sure it's gonna no. it's gonna be like a lot of similar stuff. Cause I have a bunch of stuff yeah. in works, but it's just taking a while, and I can't wait for these stuff to 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 come out and. You know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of... I have, like, four projects in the works, like, right now, but they haven't gotten back to me yet with, like, a prototype or or anything. And with the with the end of the year coming coming towards us pretty fast, I think it'll be a good time to have something as, like, presents for, for people. Because, like, a lot of times Christmas comes around and I'm like, I don't know what I should buy for my dad. I don't know what I should buy for my mom. And I, you know, and all that right. stuff. So I'm like, if I can give people that choice at a good price and like something really valuable and like high quality, that'll be super dope. And I hope we get to do something together at some point. But I think all of these stuff that I'm working on, they're going to be available all at the same time, which is a little crazy because a lot of people are very careful with like their finances right now because of this whole COVID thing yeah so I don't know man I hope I hope they don't all arrive at the same time like I think like you should do like one a month yeah I mean it's baby steps man and it's just what your budget can you know allow yeah. my thing is I'm trying to make things that people can afford exactly. and they don't have to spend a hundred bucks on something yeah um, which is why the coin was only ten dollars, you know. Yeah, that's what uh, I was. Uh, yeah. I was. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Like, why did you price it so low? And was it was it because you wanted to like give back to the community and also like, because you know what I mean? Because we did the coin and it wasn't it wasn't cheap. So it's not it's not 
the coin was meant for you to buy more than one so okay. that you can give a coin to someone that you really appreciate. Right. Some people bought eight, seven, five wow. coins, you know, um, which is awesome, you yeah. know. Um, but the idea was to make it where you can you can buy more than one, you know, and not have right. to break your bank. Right. You know. Yeah. So, and that was the, that, that was the, the real thing is, and honestly, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, I'm doing things that just uh, make me happy. Right. Uh, hopefully people can afford, um, like my latest wallet, I have it for 25 bucks. Something okay. like this is going for like 50 bucks, you know? Right. You know, and I'm, I'm just, I want people to have something nice, you know, and the leather's awesome, you know? Right. It just, Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Especially with this whole COVID thing going around trying to help people. That's what I did with the logos. That's why I wanted to. I didn't want to charge people like a shit ton of money for 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 logos. And I knew a lot of people wanted to have logos because a bunch of people were posting it on their stories. Like, hey, you guys know anybody that do logos and stuff? And I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to give it a try. And if people like it, they can reach out. And uh, I was doing the logos for like 40 bucks. That's good. 40, 50 that's, bucks. that's real cheap compared to some people. Yeah, man. dude. Like some, I know some people charging like a thousand dollars for a logo, and I'm like, me too, oh, man. man. It, it's true. Yeah. I've seen packages like literally a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like, that is well. I mean, if like if you're like somebody like I'd, Primo, Primo made your logo, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, he, that dude, he deserves that. Like, his work is incredible. And yeah, everything he does is really hand good. drawn. And he's a part of the community. Like he, he yeah. was he was a leather maker. Like he yeah, understands. Yeah. He gets um, it. He gets the idea. Yeah. yeah. Um and I love supporting like local artists, man. Like right. I, I'd rather him do it than some big, you know, big time yeah. you know. Exactly. He's just a dude at home trying to, you know mm. you know, help people out and I think that's awesome. Yeah. And his the logos that you, he man, make like, are like incredible, dude. Everything is unique. Everything is hand drawn. For me, it's like well, I draw. I draw here and there, but like yeah, the ones, the ones you did, man. Mm. The ones you did are like you have your own little style, man. Like yeah. you should start putting those out more. You know, out there more. You know, it's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, it kind of stopped, bro. Like people stopped asking me for them. So I was like, mm, maybe people are not interested, but I should get back to it. Cause like, dude, like there's so many stuff that I'm that I'm trying to do and I'm trying to get better at. So like, um, I have to like do a bunch of designs for like Hanks and stuff if that's gonna be a possibility in the future. Um, so I'm trying to like get Hank designs and uh, I want to do like I want to do a coin, but I don't have access to the whole thing and it's it's not cheap to do the coin on your own and i know bro it's a lot of stuff you want to do in this community and i want it i want it to be cheap so i want it to be good quality but i want it to be cheap but it's difficult finding that medium in there so I don't it know, is man. especially with coins man yeah. uh coins it's hard to, to keep them cheap uh you know but uh, you got to keep looking for the vendor to do it, and then your design. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it can you you can make it happen. Honestly, if yeah. I made it happen, anybody can make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we did we did that coin. And that coin was like it's so close to my heart because it's like close to the community as well, and like it was a new thing, and the community was around to support it, and it was beautiful. But 
I don't know if people would want to buy like a Pirate Samuel coin. Like, like who am I to like have my own? You know what I mean? Well, the, yeah. So I've been talking to quite a few people on this um, because I keep getting messages about the coin, like coin design and how to go about it and cost and. Right. The thing is, you want a coin that people can adopt adopt the idea on. Right. So if I make a coin and it's only personal to me, it's not yeah. going to... Hello? From their perspective. Like, you want say people that, to own the idea of it. Yeah. You said if it's personal to you, what? If it's personal to you and it's specific to you, it's hard for other people to adopt that and, and right. make it theirs. Right. But when you make something that everybody that's when you that's when you grow grow that community you know questing company is is for everybody it's not me specifically right it's for everybody to adopt because we all meet people and we all um we all cherish certain people and we all reach out to people more than others like that's the whole thing is like for the questing company we hold we're all on our own adventure right we all meet people and some people have a really big impact on our life you know whether they're inspiring or they're just there to care for you right you know everybody can adopt that so that that's kind of idea is is when you make something try not to make it too personal to where yeah. it only represents you um and that's right. kind of the big advice i've been telling people is you know you you may like certain things um but not everybody like that right I think I think that's what I'm lacking. Like I'm I'm I, like I'm trying to make it a lifestyle type of thing, but I don't know, bro. Like I think I need a better message, a better like if I could come up with like a quote or like a or like a or like a slogan of some sort that could kind of like support this whole um yeah. This whole thing, this whole, I don't want to call it a movement because it's not a movement, but I'm just saying. Dude, like, that's where you start with. Yeah. You nailed it, man. You got it. That's exactly where it starts with a slogan, an idea, uh, a phrase, something that people, it resonates with them. Yeah, and I don't want it to be just related to photography. I want it to be a life thing, a, li a lifestyle thing. I I've got a slogan for you that I was going to use on my cup. Mm hmm. And I. I'll shoot it to you, and yeah. I think you might be able to use it. Okay, hit me. I won't say it right here, but oh, okay. I'll shoot cool. it to you later. All right. <laughs> it's an idea, and it's got some meaning behind it, but it's it's to the point, uh, and it and it really emphasizes the co the coffee mm -hmm. and the photography. Okay. But what about that lifestyle thing? Like, I want people to like. Okay, so if I have a coin like that seventeen oh six coin, it was it was close to like all of our hearts because like it was the beginning of when we all started in this community and how it grew so fast and we made like so many friends that it was just a nice thing to do that people could support and 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 it was close to everyone because first of all it was a bunch of people that you've never met but you feel like you're you're their friend so that's what i want with like every product that i drop so that slogan kind of need to fit with the whole lifestyle thing. So like, yeah, I want it to be like adventurous and 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 
um, yeah, coffee, coins, photography, all that. But like, it's difficult to get one thing that kind of fits this whole uh, this whole thing. Like, I can help you with that, man. That, right. That's. I'll, I'll send you a message right after this. I think that's my strength is is helping people bring those things together. I'm I'm working on like two or three different. Two, two coins right now for some other people because they had an idea. I'm like, I got you, man. I know right. exactly where you're going with it. Right. Um, yeah. I, I can totally help you nail that, that that one phrase, man. Yeah, that'll be dope, dude. I'll definitely message you right after this. Um, tell me, uh, what is, who's... He is after we finish this. Yeah, I will, bro. I will text you. And uh, tell me, tell me who is like, uh, give me a, th- a top three uh, people that you look up to. Did I look up to? Yeah. Like top three um, people that inspire you so, as a photographer or maker. It's funny because a lot of the, the things that I'm passionate about, I'm not inspired by okay. people in the same field. Okay. Um, like I'm inspired my people in general okay that that I guess you could say aren't in it for themselves if that makes sense how do you mean there's people that you meet and they're just they're just selfless to the bone right like nothing about them um, points to like they're being selfish and like it, they're doing it for them. Like there's people that I meet that, um, that they, they just, they're so helpful and kind to other people. Like those people really inspire me to do what, what I feel are like some of my strengths, you know, right. uh, and try to give back with those strengths. Like, you know, which is why I'm trying to keep things so cheap and stuff. He's like, man, I want to share my gift with the world, but yeah. I do need to have some coverage on the cost. Yeah. Um, and they make me want to continue like to serve people in a way that just is selfless. Um, right. um, there's a couple, let's say like, uh, one of my favorite authors, um, Malcolm Gladwell, he's got quite a few books out there. Um, I wouldn't say he's like someone that I like, inspires me but the way he writes mm-hmm. it, it, it like it's i don't know man there's it triggers me into doing more and like i don't know and so people like that are kind of like my they're like the push starters like they're pushing me to do the right direction right so it's not necessarily like a specific person in a field but um it's like more of what's around you it's more yes, of like it's, it's, the things that could happen around you that that could be inspiring to you. Yep. I get it. Because my hobbies are going to be my hobbies. So right. people that I share hobbies with, they, that, that mean that they really inspire me. But it's the people that that I interact that really make me want to like keep pursuing this, you know. And um, I don't know, man. It's just it's hard to put that into work. Like my, I, I have a daughter. Right. She inspires me, man. Like she does things sometimes. I'm just like, man, like, yeah, like that. Just like I'm just so moved by some of the things she says and things she does yeah. um, out of the blue, you know. Yeah. And, and to me, those things like that, I'm like, man, that makes me feel good, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, bro. That's dope. So it's just like I mean, just like like 
the EDC community, man. Like you guys, like you starting a podcast. I'm like, man, that that's legit, man. Like <laughs> he's got an awesome theme. Like you're bringing together people that are strangers essentially. Yeah. But yet now we don't all feel like strangers. Yeah, that's that was my goal with this whole thing. Like and I was to me, like, that's just, I was like, that's unprecedented to me. Like it's just you don't find people like that on Facebook or yeah. tw- you know maybe Twitter. There's some small groups, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah. I just I think this community here has been, and I'm reluctant to call it the EDC community because it's so much more than that. Exactly, it is. It really that's that's what I wanted to show with this whole podcast, man. Like I've been wanting to do a podcast for like two three years and i wanted to do it with two other friends and it just never happened bro we did like one episode and then like editing editing it like a friend of mine edited it and like it was just like we were nervous it just didn't look good it didn't sound good none of that none of that like it wasn't perfect and then and then like since i started this one um I was like, well, I'm in a great community with a lot of people that don't know each other, but they are friends on Instagram, and everybody's doing so many cool and dope stuff that maybe maybe it could be like a bridge where it could connect people. So like, if I'm talking to you and then somebody else from the community hears that, oh, you can do coin designs, they can contact you directly and be like, hey, I heard you on his podcast, you were talking about like doing coin designs and stuff can you help me with this can you help me with that or because we help each other in the community a lot and we talk about we talk about like different stuff like editing styles like different photography topics different life topics and all, all 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 these uh all these different topics that we talk about and that's awesome but at the same time you don't get to get too deep with people so you, uh, me talking to you about like, oh, your the whole life thing that happened for you, how you got into photography, the style, um, people that inspire you, and all that. It's just interesting because it could be, it could relate to so many other people, and it could help so many other people. Like you telling me, like you, you think you should have like a portfolio thing. I think it's it's important for other people to know. Like I know there is a lot of platforms that people could go to and hear this whole thing, but. I'm thinking this community has so much to offer and not a lot of people are able to do the things that they want to do because they just don't know better. So if I'm if I'm if I can be the bridge of like connecting people or if I can be the bridge that uh, like somebody would listen to the podcast and be like, oh, these guys went through it. Because like people hit me up and they're like, dude, like, how did you grow to like 2000 people? I'm like, I don't freaking know. I just posted every day. And they're like, okay, so this is normal. Like, people, like, okay, in our community, Peter is huge. Uh, and, like, the way we look at Peter is like, oh, he was like a one-night wonder thing or whatever. It, he wasn't. He, it, it took a while for him. So yeah. people just see the number and they're like, oh, man, this is crazy. How did you do it? We want to do it. We want to – because, like, they, they see the short-term thing. And, and it took me, like, what, six, seven months now to get to, like, 2K – and and I'm I'm grateful for the 2K, but it took yeah. a lot of work, and and it's still not where it's supposed to be, and it's still not huge, and you know, so if if I can be the bridge that tell people that that I can tell people like yeah, just keep doing it because a lot of people are gonna give up because they think they're never gonna get anywhere with this. 
Yeah. I just want to yeah, tell that's... people that, like, yeah, you just keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. It's going to happen because a lot of people, like, 90% of people give up. And yeah. If you yeah. just don't yeah. give up, you're, you're... going to get somewhere. You're right, man. And I think a lot of people do focus on the followers and the likes yeah. and stuff. Like, if you if you care about your content and you and you, you're passionate about it, none yeah. of that matters, man. Yeah, exactly. Because people see it. Post like what you're gonna post. Exactly. Post what you're gonna post and and let it be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it really is like, yeah, that photo may not fit your feed, but yeah. it's a dope photo. Yeah. So that's, you know I mean? that's the purpose of starting this whole podcast thing because I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to talk to um, DP. I wanted to talk to like Jordy from Pixel Pirate. I want to talk to like Ricky and all these great people in the community because that's that's how we learn. And like we don't get to get too deep because Instagram just is not the platform where you make friends. But we were lucky enough to like find a group of dope people that we can talk to every day and like, you know, talk shit and also talk like valuable stuff, you know? Totally, man. Yeah. I remember when, when, you know, Anthony, Tony was starting the, the, the chat group, you know, and, and, um, man, I, I want to say him and I were talking and then, man, he just made it that day, man. He's just like on a whim. And it was like one of the greatest things. I mean, Mm. just everybody kind of jumped in and it's like, we already knew yeah. each other almost in a way it's so yeah. weird yeah exactly and like i've been in a few group chats and, before yeah. and i was like this is not gonna be that great but like this is one of the greatest things dude like whenever i feel bad i can just open yeah. the chat and they're talking about some dumb shit or like they're talking about some interesting shit it's like it's always good it it's so funny man and i, I really hope one day we all can just meet somewhere so dude like so. it would be it would just be the greatest. I mean, I think it'd be a kickoff to an awesome convention, mm-hmm. honestly, man. Just yeah, of some sort, you know, photography, coffee convention, yeah. EDC, like yeah, man. It was. It, it would totally sell, man. Yeah. People would t- t- go, man. It would go crazy, bro. Like that many people in one room. It's gonna be insane. Oh yeah, it, it just. Uh, it, it. I think in the future it could happen. Yeah, hopefully after this COVID thing. And hopefully yeah. it's not, it's not going to take that long. Because they said like they're coming out with the vaccine soon. And they've been hopefully. saying it for a long time. But I think they just did like the third test or something. So it's going to take like a month. Man, that's so, crazy. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's overdue, man. Uh, I'm ready it to get is. out and travel. Yeah, same, man. Same. Dude, so like, uh, tell me, tell me, like, what do you, what do you, um, because I wanted to know, I wanted to know what inspired you. Because I want to keep, I want to keep pe- uh, giving people inspiration for, for um, shooting, for keeping, keep doing uh, what they're doing. Because, again, a lot of people give up. So I want to know what inspires you in a in a sense of your work. Like for for example, let's let's stick to photography. So how how can we inspire people and like not let them just give up and be like ah this is not gonna work is not never gonna go anywhere I'm just you know spending money wasting it and and all that because like what I tell people is like just forget about the number on your account like if there was a way you could close it that number so you couldn't see it it'll be great but but it's it's not possible so so how it's not possible to like close down those numbers on your account and just not see it 
So what I tell people is like, just keep posting what you're posting. Just do the best you can. If you have any questions, anything I can help with, just just let me know. And um, I want to know like what what yeah. you can tell people to like keep so, them inspired, bro. So I'll share a story. So many, many, almost ten years ago, I I would meet with people at coffee shops and. I would buy people coffee if they shared a story with me in 15 minutes or less. Oh, wow. And then I would go blog the story. Wow. Um, um, and I would do it, you know, once every other week or whatever. Um, this was like 10 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And I was at a coffee shop, and there was a girl. Uh, she was studying, and she's like, I have a story to share. And I'm like, okay. Um, uh, she started sharing a story, you know, just, um, something. And then, and she's like, um, and I'm like, so you're studying pretty hard for, for a test or something. She's like, yeah. Um, my mom just died three days ago, but she's like, I I've got a, I've got a test. I'm like, oh, wow. and she just kept on talking like that wasn't an issue. And yeah. I, I literally was like, whoa, 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 wait, stop, stop. I was like, your mom just died. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she just died three days ago. I'm like, and I literally said, what are you doing at a coffee shop? Yeah. And she literally, like, blew my mind. She's like, my mom was my best friend. Like, wow. I, I absolutely adored her, loved her. We yeah. were best friends. She's like, but my mom wouldn't want me sitting around moping, not continuing with what I need to get done in life. Wow. And I was just like, that's a hard pill to swallow, man. Yeah. Like, she's like, I've got two kids to support she's like I can't sit around and feel sorry for myself because I lost my best friend right. she's like am I bad yes but I've got to keep going on like I can't just stop yeah and that that to me was just a big kick man like it's just like man this lady just lost her mom mm -hmm. she's studying for a test and she's supporting two kids right. like I have no excuse to stop doing any of my passions I mean she was doing school because she wanted to pursue her passion passion of nursing Right. Just doing like a nursing program. Right. And I'm just like, man, like, why, why would I ever not do something that I'm passionate about if this young lady is continuing hers, even after her mom died? Like, I don't know, man. That to me was so impactful to me. Um, so, I mean, I mean, that's such a weird story to tie into what you're trying to say, but it's just like, right. if you love photography, if you love EDC, don't stop just because you're not getting, you know, a thousand likes on a photo. Right. Keep right. doing it if it makes you happy. Yeah. Like, don't lose your happiness because of what other people may, you know, not react to it. It, it doesn't matter. You're still doing it. Right. So you should continue to do Yeah. I agree, man. That's, that, that is a hard story to, yeah, that is a hard story to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put, to put it to, like, what you're trying to say but like at the same time i mean yeah don't she's not stopping i mean she didn't stop yeah so what's your you know, excuse so what, like uh, you know just because you didn't hit a you know 100 likes you're gonna stop doing what you love like yeah. to me that that that's just that's yeah. silly man like yeah. don't do that don't worry about the people man it, yeah. it's it's your happiness yeah that's what i'm trying to build bro like i'm trying to build a, a like i'm trying to build Cause okay, here's the thing. I've been I've been around a lot of people that I love that 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 self esteem was usually an issue. So 
I, that's what I try to like give a piece of a piece of that to everyone I talk to or like everyone that's like struggling with like work, struggling with life, struggling with like family, whatever whatever the reason is, I'm just trying to like give them that little bit of self-esteem where you're like, bro, like it's okay. It's it's all right. A lot of people go through different shit and a lot of people's lives are different and everybody's struggling to to a certain extent with a certain issue or anything that they're struggling with, but you got to keep pushing it. You can't just stop and let it go and be like, ah, it, I tried, it didn't work. If it didn't work, you didn't try hard enough. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm a good example of this whole thing because, like, I started this whole photography thing and I was not getting paid and it was bad for a while and, like, now this whole COVID thing is happening and I'm so grateful that, like, I, I, I have the family and all that and I'm with them right now. But... Even if I wasn't, it didn't mean that I was going to stop. It, it it just meant that I had to push, like, a lot harder. So I had to, like, I had to, like, get my prints on a website. I had to start, like, selling stock photos. I had to start YouTube and, like, do the best I can. And a lot of these stuff are not, are not going to work. And photography is a tough business. Unless you're really, really good at it or you, you, you're just famous for some reason. But all of these people that got to that point that they're just famous for some reason or they're really, really good at it, there was like 10, 20 years of really tough time behind that. And that is something that a lot of people don't see. So that's what I'm trying to give people. Like they're like, yeah, dude, like how did you reach like 2K? And I'm like, bro, like 2K is nothing. If I could erase that number, I'd erase it today. Like, if I could start a new account and have all of these people on there and, like, because, like, there is love in the community and I, 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 I really like that people just show love without, like, expecting anything in return, which is, it's great. So, like, they keep sharing each other's work and all that and it's, it's, it's great. But at the same time, there, there needs to be work done. You need to get the work done to get to a point where you're like okay now i have 1000 like on this one shot what can i do it's like i'm into music a lot i'm into like hip hop a lot right so i i watch like different interviews and all this um uh, all these artists are saying like getting a hit song is not the most difficult part of your career it's what 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 comes after it is the most important part because when you got the hit song, when the song is playing everywhere around the world, that's when you gotta like drop an album, or that's when you gotta drop like another one, or that's when you're gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's when you reach that point, when you reach that peak, that's when you do even more work. You can't just sit around. You'll be like, oh, so I reached it. Money's gonna come to my account. And I'm just gonna sit around. That doesn't work because that's gonna last like what a year max. After that, you're irrelevant. People don't know you. People don't care. Right? So if you're trying to yeah. make it into a business, yeah, maybe that's what you should do. You should just keep working super hard. And then when you get to that point where you're like, you got a thousand likes, 10,000 likes, a million likes on a shop, that's when you got to double down and like work really hard. Yeah. Because now you, you got to top what you just did. And a lot of people think like, like I used yeah, to, yeah. I used to hang out with a lot of models, and these people were just like, 
they were like, oh man, like the money situation is bad. I can't wait to get signed to like an agency. And I'm like, because I know the inside of that whole, the whole market. And it's, it, it's not pretty. It's not pretty, bro. And I'm like, if you get yeah. signed, you're not going to have the freedom that you have right now. Your whole, your whole uh, lifestyle is going to change. Money is not going to be that great. They're going to give you what? Like $40 a week. Can you survive on that? How much do you spend right now? It doesn't even make sense. But people think because, because the image of these agencies are, for example, in, 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 in music, it will be like the labels. The image of these labels is like, once you made it there, you're going to be all right. You made it. You're signed. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to get paid. Like, yeah, in the music industry, the, the artist is usually the last person to get paid. Mm-hmm. Everybody else gets paid. Least amount. And you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. You're like literally getting pennies yeah. to the dollar because yeah. everybody else earned the dollar first, earned, exactly. earned their money first. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of these artists, they don't, they're not super, super, super rich. Like they're yeah. barely getting by. Yeah. Yeah. They look like they have the fame. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I went to college for music. I, I mean, I've, I've seen, I have friends that I see on TV, you know, that I went to college with. Right. It's not what it looks like. Right. Exactly. Um, but they're, they're persistent people. and they're consistent. Like yeah. they don't stop fighting for exactly. the next show. That's the most, uh, that's the key, bro. That's the key. Consistency is key. Consistency like, and persistence. You can't give up. Yeah. Like, I know why my YouTube channel is not working because I'm not consistent on it. But, like, the Instagram thing, it's kind of okay because I'm consistent on it. One post a day. I try to interact with the community. I try to help out as much as I can. I try to share love with the people that I enjoy their shots. I, you know what I mean? But on yeah. YouTube, it's just not that way. It's just, it's, 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 it's more work. Yeah. It's a lot more work. YouTube, so, YouTube is way more work than than than, than Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, it's not. Nothing's overnight. You yeah. know, you you know, it, you have to keep continuing to build whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been on Instagram for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I've just hit two thousand followers. Like, uh, I mean, I'm I, I'm not fo- I'm not focused on that. I'm, I'm yeah. focused on my skills. Yeah. Is what I'm focused on. Exactly, dude. And that's why, like, I want to I wanna talk to you about this. There is this guy, you know Russ? Um, Russ. The um, singer, singer slash rapper guy in the music industry? Probably not, man. I, okay, I don't so, keep up. All right, artists. so pe- people, a lot of people don't like this guy because he kind of, like, exposes the industry and, like, the labels and all that stuff. But there is one thing that he said that kind of really resonated with me. He was like... People were down to listen to one song. So he would put out projects of like seven songs, ten songs, and people would listen to like the first one. Like the first one would get the most views, and then the rest of and then it, it just goes down. Like people don't hit on the second one, people don't listen to the entire album or whatever, right? So he was like, people are listening to one song. So everybody's down to listen to one song. So I'm just gonna hit, I'm just gonna put up one song a week until I blow up and then when I blow up I'm going to release an album and that comes down to what I what I was saying with like people like you can kind of apply it to Instagram like for example if you're trying to get big on Instagram and trying to get like make money on Instagram or like be influencer on Instagram 
maybe that's the that's the way you could go. People are down to look at one shot a day. Yeah. Until you blow up, and then when you blow up, okay, now we have prints. Okay, now we have a a book of images that I've taken in like a certain with a certain theme or. You know what I mean? Things like that. So that's kind of like how I'm how I'm applying applying it to my Instagram. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna hit them with like one shot a day, and I'm hoping people will like it. But if they don't, it's okay because it, that shot made me happy. And in, in a few days, if it doesn't make me happy anymore, I'm just gonna delete it or archive archive it. Or you know, it, it, it's okay. It's not. It, it doesn't have to be there forever. Exactly. And your Instagram is your portfolio. Yep. So you can show that to people and be like, this is the type of work I do, so this is what I could get hired for. So maybe that's something you should be looking at. Like you should be looking at doing more work instead of looking at that number above your account and how big yep. that number is. Or the number I, I totally agree. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I, I know people like the followers and, and stuff, but it... it it shouldn't be your focus of the mm. platform. Your content should be your focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what makes you happy? Uh, I mean, if you want to take photos of knives every single day, yeah, do that. Yeah, you know, if you want to incorporate a coffee cup in there, and it doesn't fit the knives every day, doesn't yeah. matter, man. Just yeah, post it. It's okay. It makes you happy. It's all right. It makes you happy. Yeah. Don't worry about the masses, man. Yeah. It, it's just consistency, man. It's as long as you're. Staying true to yourself is more my most important thing. Is you stay true to yourself, right. you're winning. Right. So, with that being said, who who's inspiring you in the photography genre? Who are um, the people you look up to? Man, um, in the photography genre, man. Uh, Give me like a top top three or top five, whichever is easier for you. Um. Well, I mean, uh, I know there's a lot of big artists out there, but honestly, I, I don't. I'm not inspired by them. Okay, give me, give me maybe give me top three. Just okay, so top three of people that you you enjoy their posts. Or you so my buddy Chris, uh, my buddy Chris, um, he has a little bit of. He's got like a, a couple different ventures. Okay. Um, the, what he does with this photography so he's got like the landscape and then he's got portraits okay. um, and he was kind of like the real big person that I like that's the reason why I even started grabbing a, a, a camera is because of seeing his photos okay um, and his name is uh, Chris um, he's got a couple different blog uh, def, a couple different pages okay. uh, so like he's like my like the biggest person that I go to like when I have a photo and I'm like hey I want to I want to show you this photo man I send it to him and, I, and I, every single time right um, just because I just uh, he got me into photography and I just respect his his perspective more than right. anything right uh, so I go to him for you know most of those those kind of things so he would be my like my number one mm -hmm. um, just because he's done so much cool things with photography I mean we he, he's just a, like He's just a, a dude from Colorado, and people have flown him to New York and L.A. just to do photos. Wow, nice. And he's just an everyday dude like us, man. I mean, yeah. just doesn't have the passion, uh, does paid gigs every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's he's had these cool opportunities, man. He's got cool stories, I'll tell you that, man. Right. Uh, so he's like my number one. 
Okay. Uh, let's see, number two. Who would be my number two? Man, I don't, I don't, I don't really keep up with, with artists like that. Um, so another guy I met in, um, I met this guy in Oman. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Daniel. Okay. Um, Daniel had, um, he was thinking about the public affairs guy when I was uh, working at the embassy over there. Okay. And his name is Daniel Durazzo, and he was like one of the other, like one of the first photographers I ever met. Mm-hmm. He inspires me because he doesn't, he doesn't focus on one thing. He fo- he, he photographs life. Okay. Um, so whether it's like people jumping in water, swimming, or a cat playing with like something, or a person laughing, or a person you know serving food, he takes a photo of anything and everything that's just life. Right. And I'm just to me that's just awesome. Right. Um, I'll try to like link them, link these in like my my story sometime, just so you can see some of the the photos he takes and. Yeah. Um, Man, me and him would have a beer and just talk about life right. um, every chance we got, you know. And um, he's got a nice little website and good photos. And uh, I just—he's uh, like my number two. Okay. Um, number three, man. Um, you know, I don't—I don't think I have a third, man. I, I think those two just because they're my buddies. Like I think those two just—they've been such a huge impact on my life. Right. Okay. Do you have any? Yeah. You got any uh, questions for me? Yeah, man. I mean, what are your three? Because I mean, you you've been in this longer than, than me, man. Oh, like, who, who, uh, who keeps you going? I mean, like, man, you you have the experience that I don't have. <laughs> Dude, like, there is so many people, but like in this in this um this community that we are kind of in, um. Some of the big people I can mention is like one of them is like Short Stash. I don't know if you know that guy. Short Stash is definitely one of the guys that I look up to. Like this guy is like he's a beast with the camera and like his editing style is just incredible. Um, that's one. Um, who else can I tell you that? Uh, MB MB style is like is really down my alley. Like I really enjoy MB's shots. Cause of uh, cause of his colors and um, and like you know the way he uh, he the compositions that he got. <clears throat> That's yeah. He's got some really one. good contrast photos, man. Yeah. He, he, he's man. I I love his photos, man. Yeah. Like it just yeah. They're super creamy, bro. Like they look beautiful. Composition lighting is always on point. It's it's great stuff, dude. Like there's so many people. Like Jordy is another one of my favorites. Um, Pixel Pirate, maybe that's if yeah, you don't no, know his name. yeah, yeah. I totally like his too, man. Yeah, his shots are incredible. Um, so many men. Um, Mountain Trail, Mountain Trail Coffee. That uh, Brady, um, Brady, Brady. Yeah, yeah, Brady. Definitely another one of mine. I like uh, I like Ricky. I like Jake. Jake stuff is like he just got the EOS R, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Jake Donahue. Yeah, Jake Donahue. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he's really good. And then there is this guy that does uh, coffee shots that I shouted him out on the last podcast. The uh, C dot E D C. 
that guy is man that guy is a beast like he takes like some crazy dope shots um there's so many people man edc and me you know that guy uh maybe yeah i think you know him he's he he, he takes like some dope dope shots with like and most of them are flat lays but the the compositions the stuff that he used on his uh on his um photos is just super dope yeah no um dude yeah now that you mentioned jake man like i, I totally love love his editing style man yeah. he's just but like, that's what I'm like, at it, that's I'm, that's that moody it, stuff like he 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 nailed that the the moody stuff and i want to do that but then I also want to have like a mixture of those those two things, but it's difficult for the feed. Like when you click on the profile, it just looks strange if I do it. Uh, man, yeah, like if if I could edit like him and MB, yeah. that would be like the the best. Like that that would be my goal is just to yeah. edit like Jake and MB, man. Like to yeah. me, those are my favorite. I think. Yeah, they're really really good, bro. Really good. And uh, Pirate Goods, that guy. You know that guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Pirate Goods. Beast. Uh, um, dude, again, like so many, so many people, man. so many people. There's, there's so this, many, and I get jealous, man. Like yeah. I can't. <laughs> there's a there's this guy. I'm Marcus Graham. That guy is also a beast. His shots are beautiful. And um, yeah, so many people, man. Whiskey Sith. That guy, Drake Vincent, all these guys are amazing. They got like some sick, sick color grades. Like something that I'm not gonna lie, bro. I tried to get it, it couldn't, it didn't work. I couldn't get their colors down. But then I, I made these like the the preset for fall photos, and I'm 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 really happy with the with the colors that are um, turning out in these shots. BNJ visuals. Dude, there's just, I mean, there's too many. Yeah, too there, many. there's too many. Like everybody is just, an, uh, uh, just good at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan, man, Jordan is still Jordan to is, death. Yeah. Man, Jordan like is incredible, bro. And he went, uh, he just went on a trip, and he's traveling by, the, um, uh, with a ship or something. He's going somewhere. And oh, dude. I saw his stories, like, and I was like, man, like he's gonna come back with like some incredible stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I wish I had the time to 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 do more than I do. Um, yeah. Man, just I, I'm so mentally exhausted after each day of work, man. That I yeah. just I just spaz out, man. Yeah, dude. I understand, man. Like, and people, a lot of people over here in the in the community, photography is not their job. Like, they do yeah. like something else, and photography is just on the yeah. side for them. Which is crazy because all of these people that are doing photography on the side are really good at it that they could be doing photography as their main uh, job. Like, they could, man. Like, they're so good, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, dude, how do you like to be remembered? Like, how do you how do you like when 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 people look at your photos and like later on, like down like ten years down the line, people look at your photos and. Or like you as a person, like they think of you as a person. How do you like to be remembered? Um, this is funny, man. Uh, this was like one of our questions in one of our. Uh, we had like a resiliency type type thing. I think this was like one of our questions. Uh, oh. uh, they make you. They make you think about the 
value of your life and like what what's important and things like that so um so they said though how do you want to be remembered and i think i I wrote something like i want i want people to remember me remember me by um like um man what's the wording like um like that dude didn't hold back right you know what i mean it was a giving person like like that well not necessarily giving but like that dude did what he said he was gonna do. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. Like, man, he said he was gonna, you know, travel the world. Man, he traveled the world. Like, yeah. you know, those type that that type of essence in, in right. my in my character. Right. Like, if I say, man, I wanna I wanna go do this, man, and I just wanna be remembered that I said what I was gonna do and didn't let anything hold me back. Right. Dude, that's right. a deep. That's deep, man. Yeah. That was a. That, that was a, off question, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you like the reason I added that question to the list from the beginning of this podcast is like, um, so my grandpa passed uh, about like two, two, three months ago. I think. Oh man, yeah. Like, it should be about three I months. Re- I was talking. I was talking to uh, Tony about it, and. Um, uh, the way the way um, the way everybody talked about him was was just dude like if I could if I could have like half as much um, of respect that he had I think I've lived a good life like bro like the, he did some shit that you you if I tell you you honestly will not believe it like the location. <laughs> The location that we went to have like the whole funeral thing so they are originally from another city so we had to go from the capital city and bury him with his uh, uh, parents in in like a in like a private uh, cemetery sort of thing and um, dude you're not gonna this is crazy um, the night of his funeral when everybody uh, came to the funeral to like pay their respect and, and stuff the electricity went out and there was there was the funeral that we were having in that area and like two two streets down there was a wedding right and so we went there after a few hours the electricity goes out and then uh some emergency kit or something turns on and the only place that has electricity for like four blocks is the spot that we were burying him and having his funeral and they told me, like the people that worked at that, that cemetery spot, they told me like my grandpops installed that emergency kit like a year before he passed. Oh man. And I was like, and then they were telling me this and everybody's crying and everybody, and like, I was like, wow, dude, like, it almost feels like he knew, like he knew electricity's gonna go out one night and people are gonna need this. So we were able to like have the whole have the whole funeral and that was the only I'm telling you dude it was scary like you came out of that that private spot and no electricity anywhere That was the only place that had electricity so and people just kept talking about it people kept like bringing memories up and like people kept bringing stories up of like the, the stuff that he did and he was like so helpful to people and like 
he can dude like legit he like before he passed so he had some sort of tumor in his head and nobody knew what it was but like they were like he's probably not gonna make it like maybe like eight months to a year max and and like two months before he passed so at this point he's he doesn't talk he doesn't understand when people talk to him he can't walk properly uh, um like everything is like a mess bro right so he's like he 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 kept saying like I want to go out I want to go out and then my uncle takes him to uh, the shop that he has they have like tile business and he goes there and like he sees like all the people that worked for him at at the stores and and dude like he just kept giving money away and Pete like I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about like little money I'm talking about big like like he would just give away like a salary of a person's month Jeez. to like and he did that with like nine people and like some dude was just talking to him and my uncle about like how his wife needs to do like some sort of surgery and the surgery is really expensive and he doesn't have the money to pay for it and um she's gonna suffer and all that and like he just wrote a check and i'm telling you this guy was no he wasn't talking to anybody yeah. Like I'm telling he he couldn't walk, but he just told my uncle to write a check for this guy uh to have his wife do the surgery and stuff. And I'm telling you, bro, like that day that he went out, he spent like a shit ton of money just giving away giving away money to people that needed it or just just for 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 the sake of it. And like it almost feels like he knew he was not going to make it and he just wanted to have like some sort of a good um how do you, like a good deed, you know. Just, just Dude, give away, and that was crazy, bro. Like, so, like, Dude. the reason, the reason I added that question from the beginning of this podcast is that, that like, people remembered him with like a lot of good stuff, and that's that's how I wanted to be remember, remembered by. But even if I have like half of the praises that he got, I'd be, I think I did, I did well. Dude, that that's such a, I mean, to me, those that's man. First off, thanks for sharing that, man. Like, oh, that's. Sure. That's the beauty of relationships with like meeting people and getting to know them is yeah. those stories are inspiring to me, man. Those are the things I want to hear mm. when I'm meeting people, man. Mm. And I, I just, man, thanks for, thanks for sharing that with everybody, man. Course, like that's, like, that's, that's dope as hell, man. Like yeah. that, I mean, I, I, I would say like, that's, that's, that's what I would, you know, that's, that's what life's all about, man. Like yeah. just being selfless. Like I mentioned earlier, man, yeah. like. Uh, and that was not, bro, like, my attitude was very different than what it is right now. Like, yeah. since I started this page, my attitude changed, like, entirely. Like, the whole thing is different. And it's not, not, not since my grandpa passed, but since I got into this community. Where yeah. everybody is just, just willing to give. Like, you don't need to return the favor. We are just... We are together in this. Yeah, and we all want to. That's exactly what I get from this community, man. Exactly. Is no one's asking so, for something in return. Yeah. So, 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 my my attitude changed when I got in, and I was like, "Wow, man! Like, I've, I think yeah. I've been living life wrong for like a really long time." Because I feel like I feel like I could be I could be doing so much more stuff that could help people, could um, build people's character up if I'm if I'm able to. Um, Cause I feel like I'm still learning, like, and that was not my attitude before. Before I was like, 
Um, it is how it is. If you want it, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. But now I'm like, if I can help, why not? Because it might help this person in like later, like five years from now, and he'll remember that from me. And that'd be great if like he he took the time to send me a message and be like, yo, bro, you you told me this, and I just wanted to say thank you. They don't need to. They don't need to. But I just like having that that train of thought. Or, or, or being able to like help people and touch people's lives in that way. And that's why yeah, the products the products are important to me. Like the products need to be man. good. That, yeah. that, that's there's just that's so genuine, man, and that's yeah. hard to find these days with people, mm. but that that's what life's all about, man. That's yeah. just I think that's I find more value in that than anything else, man. Yeah. I think exactly the mindset everybody needs is just help people out, man. Mm. And and it's okay to, 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 you know, put yourself second sometimes, you know? I mean, yeah. take care of yourself, but, um, you know, when you're taking care of 10 people, then you have 10 people taking care of you, you know? Exactly, like, bro. Exactly. That's just how it works, man. And it's so much, it's so much, dude. Props, exactly, man. Props. Bro. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of learn that from the people that are not in the field that you are in. Totally. Like, like you, you learn it from the people that are not suffering from the same thing you're suffering from. Because they tell you things without thinking about the stuff that they, they, without thinking about the stuff that you are going through. They just say what they want to say, and it kind of, it kind of adds to the whole, to the whole perspective of yours that you're like, maybe this is not the right way of thinking about certain things. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, bro. We just got a little too deep, and <laughs> that's that's okay though. Sometimes you know, yeah. like, uh, dude, that's legit. Yeah. You got you got anything anything else for me? You want you got man, any questions? I, uh, man, I, I I think I can learn from you like all day long, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I put such a high. Um, um, not monetary, but like, uh, to me, it, it means a lot. You know what I mean? Like, um, when you say something like, Hey, maybe you should try this. Like I wrote that shit down, man, because I need to do that, man. So like, I, um, I have, I have that in a high regard to like, I, I don't know, man, feedback and things like that mean a lot to me because that's how we grow. Right. So to me, man, those things are, that, that's just, that's just, um, it hits so much on the on on the on the on the target, man. Like that's yeah. you couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of questions. Like I'm just uh, I'm soaking no, in so much from what you're saying, dude. Like you know, dude. I'm 35 years old. I've moved quite a bit in my lifetime. Yeah. But man, there's certain things that I'm not good at, and um, I mean, I'm just glad to listen in on what you have to say, dude. It's the, like if if there's again if there's anything I can help with, just let me know, bro. Cause like Dude. we've gone, I think, I think everybody, everybody goes through life with certain things that they're good at and certain things they're bad at. And man, it, it could be tough for everyone. It could be great for everyone, but there is a balance that everybody has. So like, that's why like we're doing like this uh, product thing for like the whole anxiety thing. Cause I've lived with a lot of people that I love that suffered anxiety and and panic attacks and i went through it and my pops went through it so again this is like i'm not making anything off of this and i don't want to make anything off of this so we're just talking to a bunch of makers 
that um, if they want to help out with like some products and they can we can sell it and just donate the entire um, profit thing to like a organization of some sort where people it helps people with like depression anxiety and all that so if there is such a thing like if there is something like that that I can help with just just let me know and to be honest dude like at this point in my life I'm 26 so at this point in my life I just want to I just want to be able to like just I think I think people have given me enough and I think I've I I think I can give back more just just trying to like help people and all that so if there is anything just just let me know dude appreciate that like and I mean yeah bro I think, uh, I think uh, we're understanding that that's what we're here for. Yeah, man. In our community, you know. Yeah, and it's great, dude, because everybody is so supportive, and and I think they would get behind a cause like that, because a lot of people suffer with, like, depression is a real thing, dude, and like anxiety is definitely a real thing, and you know, I think a lot of people would would uh, would like something like that, like any way they can help. I think they would. Well, I mean, I, have, I always have extra stuff that I can just give away, man. I, I, I've been doing – people don't know this, but um, when people buy stuff for me, I normally throw more things in there sometimes. Oh, nice. That's dope. It, yeah. Um, I don't do it every time, but if I have something that I just have sitting around, I put it in the, in the package, and, and, mm. and it's free. You know, like I don't, I don't – Right. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really good. You could give away – give away some stuff to people and it makes their day is beautiful that's why like that story with like Jordy and Tony was so so dope to me like this dude just sent Peter McKinnon's coin to Tony and Tony didn't have it and he was like wait what the hell is happening and Jordy Jordy was like I don't I didn't want him to know but my dumb ass left a sticker on there and he found out <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I yeah. saw that yeah. yeah yeah I was like that's it's that so good. dope but <laughs> yeah all right, dude. Anything else you want to touch on? I think I think no, I've man, taken big, so much of your just, time. No, just big props to the EDC community, man. I think uh, it's 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 just um, it's just a great community, man. And, and uh, even if people aren't into the or into, I think everybody's been embracing anybody that's willing just to come in and just be be a, you know a good group of people. Yeah. You know, uh, I can't wait to see what it's like in a year from now, you know. And yeah. It's yeah. just, man, it's I, I think awesome. in the future, once COVID stops, uh, you know, if I'm in the States, I'm definitely going to try to put something together where we all can meet somewhere. Yeah, bro, that would be awesome, man. And this community is only going to good places, bro. It's only going to yeah. go to better places. Yeah, I, I think I think we got a good thing going. Yeah. Um, it just it, it'll evolve and I'm pretty sure new ideas will come up but yeah, big sure. props to everybody I mean yeah. it's just it's a team effort yeah for sure man anything else you wanna touch on no I don't wanna hold you too long I know it's a little bit later in your area than mine yeah oh, dude it's like 2pm is it yeah it's lunchtime for me man yeah alright bro thank you so well, much for doing it I really appreciate uh, you bro and yeah thanks for having me man of course uh, thanks for all the tips man I really like I wrote them down and uh, I'm definitely gonna consider everything you told me really of course dude anytime I can help with anything just hit me out Damn, man. Um, thank you so much for doing it uh, guys yeah. go go check his stuff out pete.af on Instagram uh, thank you so much bro I'll talk to you soon alright peace all right. cheers man